Eightishay, and welcome <laughs> to the latest, next, best episode of Eight Four Play. I'm your host, Mark Gaming Jesus MacDonald. Um, and yes, you have made it back. We're, we've made it back. We yes. had a little hiatus, but um, in case you clicked on this on accident, this is the first, only, best, greatest uh, podcast about games, <laughs> Japan and Japanese games. Um, All three. We've outlived the rest, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. safe to say by now. Um, with me, uh, the eight foursome. Um, across from me, John Butthead Riccardi. <laughs> <laughs> butthead, is it? Yes. Okay, because you I know, I made one Butthead reference. <laughs> you thought I didn't hear that <laughs> today, but you actually, unironically, today, in 2011... Dude, they're coming back. Did a Butthead imitation. In, in fact... <laughs> it's, uh, it's in, it's, I'm ahead can, of the curve. I'm you can behind. watch uh, full episodes of Beavis and Butthead on MTV's website. So give us a quick a quick taste. No, there's no taste. Yes, there yes. is. There's not for. Yes, there is. It's, it's, Do it. it it's, come it on. I will come, hold the it pod. Has to come. It has to come from the gut. I will hold the podcast <laughs> hostage this entire time. Come on, it's 1983. You're playing like Donkey Kong Country 2. Your friend comes over and wants like a juice box. <laughs> I can't. I, can't. I, I even just tried to do it. I can't no, do no, it. You, it John, was good. It was good. Go. It's, Ask me when I'm not like on the spot because now I have to like stop laughing. Calm it's down. Just uh, you, just do what you can do. <laughs> That's it. No, no, no. you said something <laughs> earlier today. You're not I, getting I, off like I, that. I think it was like bunghole or butthole. He said maybe. How about you're a douche? Okay. <laughs> All right. No, we'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. Uh, moving on. The the said uh, douche from earlier today. Um, <laughs> JJ Sergeant Pepe's Lonely Hearts Club and. <laughs> He, he was looking at you when he said douche, just to let you know. And J- he, JJ yeah. had a baby, by the way. Yay! Yay. Congrats, congrats. He is very uh, healthy and doing great. He sleeps a lot, which is awesome. Good. So that's the name, actually. JJ named his son after Peppy from the Star, Star Fox, Fox series. Yeah, no, yes. that is not true I at didn't all. even know you were <laughs> yeah, that big of a fan. No, yeah, I didn't. Beautiful name. I, I didn't even own a Super Nintendo. Really? Yeah. So you came at like Star Fox 64? I, I only owned a Super Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo 64 for Zelda and F-Zero X. But when did you decide to name your firstborn? I didn't. You so when she was fully dilated, he was like, do a barrel roll, and the baby came out. <laughs> you know, I was hoping he would. No, we decided on the name Haruki. We haven't had... No, you haven't. Yes, we did. The papers have been filed. Everything, it's official. But we're still thinking of a middle name. I'm going to register him as Peppy. You can't. Yes, I can. You can't. For the purposes of this podcast, henceforth, JJ's son will be known as Peppy. Yep. That's fine. And Forever. you should be proud of it because you, that's a cool name. You can call yeah. No, you guys have been pushing it, and I'm fine with you saying it, but that is not his name. Okay, well... Uh, our, boring. Our f- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, not so boring. Uh, Hiroko Yoshi's Club Remix Minamoto. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yoshi's Club Remix. Nobody knows. So uh-huh. you've been hanging out with some Smash Brothers uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. soundtrack. Tell everybody about your about uh, that little uh, adventure. Yeah, so um, uh, Mr. Sakurai from Soda um, holds a Smash Brothers game composer's appreciation party every year. Which is really cool because the last, well, the last Smash Brothers... Like, people might not remember this, but had basically, like, a who's who of game music. He invited all these different people to contribute, mm-hmm. like, a track yeah. or two of these different games. And so it was basically, like I said, it was a who's who at these reunion whatever party right, that he has every right. year. Yeah. yeah. And so Mr. Hip Tanaka um, invited me over 
And mm-hmm. so I was able to um, go to this gathering, even though I wasn't related to Smash Brothers at all, which was like super, super cool. Like mm. That's close personal friend, uh, Hip Tanaka. Yes. <laughs> By you the may, way. Yes, know him from uh, old school 8-bit Nintendo music uh, days. Best game composer ever, maybe. Yeah. Mm. So who, who, who else was there? So Mitsuda-san was there. Um, Mitsuda, who did the music for Chrono Trigger and Xenogears and mm. uh, some other stuff. Yeah. Pretty much a lot of stuff. A, a lot, lot of cool stuff. stuff. Inazuma Eleven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sakimoto-san. Of uh, Tactics Ogre? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. Just, she's like looking yeah. at me yeah. as I'm she just says looking this. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I go, see go. the names and you say the titles. Do it. <laughs> oh, and he also did Radiant Silver Gun, which is my favorite Sakimoto cool. uh, soundtrack. Mm-mm. And Shimomura-san? There? Kingdom Hearts and uh, other Final Fantasy versus thirteen and other really awesome stuff. Um, okay, I'm blanking out. Like, <laughs> well, there were a lot of people. There, there were a, a lot, lot of people, people contributed like to that. Thir- that Thirty soundtrack. to forty people. Mm. Takada-san. san from Grass, formerly of Grasshopper, Grasshopper, currently of Tango, Tango. with yeah. Shinji Mikami. Oh, mm-hmm. I know the song. I know the music we're using for the intro. It's from <laughs> Killers. It's from Killer Seven. He worked on Killer Seven. That's him. Uh, I don't. Did Takata do Killer Seven? I, I think he did. I, so, I'm not actually yeah. sure what okay. he did in the past. Well, so today uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, random stuff. It's kind of a housekeeping episode. We've been gone. JJ, I blame Peppy. Uh, <laughs> well, technically, we didn't have equipment last week either. So, well, the, no, we, no did. we did. Oh, we did. Yeah, you just we, weren't here to put oh, it together, right? Well, you know, we had a replacement, but yes, I had babies, to take care of business. Babies intervened. So, yes. um, but we're back, and we've got a lot of. Ground to cover, a lot of news, different stuff. Um, we're going to start off with the games we've been playing, not what you've been playing. It's very different than that. <laughs> we'll never, um, we never call it that. No, no. of course not. And um, then we're going to talk. We get a lot of requests about uh, what we do here at 8.4, about localizing games. So mm. um, we're going to talk in a different way about it next week. Um, but this week, we're going to just start kind of that conversation. So a little peek into the basics of what we do a little here. taste. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, um, we're going to wrap up with news. Um, and we'll have some uh, reader feedback in there. Um, our oft-promised reader listener, feedback. Listener feedback. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, you still I'm got the magazine mag- roots. <laughs> you can tell it coming through. Um, so um, anyway, to start off uh, with the games, John, you've been playing, I think, the most out of anyone here. Um why don't we actually let's start off talking about Catherine because that came out today. Uh, yes. yes, I played that demo as well, and it is awesome. yeah. It came so it came out today in Japan. The retail game did. The demo's been available for a while. Uh, in the demo Japan. was available for a little while, then not yeah. available. Yeah, for a so while. wasn't able to download it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is also crazy. Well, let, let's talk about that. But but mm-hmm. quick, real fast, uh, real quick. First, John, give right. the basics of well, Catherine. When we fr- I think we talked about it on a fr- on an episode, you know, previously around when it first got announced, and mm-hmm. nobody really knew what kind of game it was going to be, right? Because mm-hmm. right. it was from the guys who made Persona, mm-hmm. which means you know it had really cool visual detail and everything, and but we knew nothing about what it was going to be, only until the demo came out, really, mm-hmm. which is like two weeks ago, right. um, and it turns out it's a puzzle game. Uh, an action puzzle game, I guess. Adventure puzzle. Adventure. Well, yeah, okay. story heavy adventure story heavy, puzzle. Sort of intelligent cube meets like you know a tower climbing. I, I, there's probably a better name to, for that, you know what I mean? But I, I can't think of one at the moment. Well, I, IQ is a pretty good comparison. It's just a vertical IQ, maybe. It's a block block puzzler, action puzzler with adventure game elements mixed in. The Pe- demo heavy pressure, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. t- kind of you're we're p- playing against the clock, and mm-hmm. um, the the demo didn't have really any of the adventure portions of it yet, so we haven't tried that yet. Because well, the there, I mean, there was a little today. with like the email, you like you right, that's true. And stuff like that. Yeah, you your cell phone email, you're email, emailing your girlfriend and whatnot. But I mean, it was I, super super cool, like way different from what I expected. I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And um, I played through the demo like three or four times, and um, you know, it's got a it's got a really captivating like atmosphere about it which is like persona did too persona 4 like also like the story sequences in that game are really really interesting right yeah and 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 we've been seeing in in the weekly japanese magazine Femitsu, and you've seen if you follow any of the major blogs even in america there's just been a lot of coverage of this game because the catherine of the title there's like two catherines right one with the c one with the k one's like this fantasy girl one's your actual girlfriend of the main character in the game it i i didn't even know until you john were playing the demo on super bowl monday <laughs> that's right. in japan right and then early in the morning we're like drinking beers and eating brats and at the halftime of the super bowl we're like oh we want to see the catherine demo and so we pull it out i'm like this is a puzzle game because i i've seen the coverage and all they're showing is like this really high quality uh, the anime cutscenes, yeah. and they're talking about the story, and it's like you know every new character. It's the number one most wanted game from people in Famitsu, which is usually reserved for years by the next Dragon Quest game. Right. It's right. just like it's Dragon Quest Ten for like four years, and then <laughs> you know if a Resident Evil game is going to come out, it's Biohazard for like two weeks, and then it goes back to being Dragon Quest Ten. So this, this is actually an anticipated game. It'll be interesting to see the sales numbers, but. I had no idea. It was a huge letdown to me. I had to kind of oh, really? calibrate my expectations because it's a puzzle game. It's <laughs> right. a puzzle game. Well, it's the most partly a puzzle game, right? But 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 well, the core mm-hmm. of it though is a puzzle game. Yeah. It's mostly a puzzle game with 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 a wonderful, you know, really really interesting, like you say, kind of story wrapped in and around it. But at its base, the gameplay itself. Besides what looked like some, a few kind of sequences where you can move around in the world and a bar right. and stuff like that, mm. it's a puzzle game. Which, which, and then it's not that the puzzle game even looks bad. It's just I feel like this thing was sold to me, and maybe I wasn't looking at the coverage close enough as kind of an adventure game. And I thought the puzzle game with the big, you know, ass monster with the <laughs> hanging out of it that I'd seen screenshots right. of was just like a mini game. We don't mm. yet. I hate. I kind of hate saying this because by the time this, even as soon as tomorrow, by the time this podcast is out, more info will be out because the game literally just came out today. But I feel yeah. like we don't know for sure what else is really in there yet. I so, mean, there could be more elements to it besides just the puzzle stuff. Right, and I, and I think you know the uh, the demo had a lot of non-puzzle stuff. There was a lot of story stuff, and mm. you know, writing the email seemed like a major part of the game and just but nothing you would call gameplay besides the puzzle stuff really well, no i mean the, making the emails like you're you're yeah. making decisions and well, that's, that's adventure game it's totally yeah. adventure it's game, an interactive right. story part it's right. just like what the next little bit of text you're gonna get right but i mean it's a major part of how the game plays out right because there's this meter that is like you know you're a good guy or a bad guy or whatever and it goes right. back so and forth us, depending on what you do give or us an example you, of what that you are texted how that works in the demo so there's a scene where you're in a bar with your friends or whatever and you get an email from your girlfriend Catherine, and with the uh, k with the k I, oh, okay it's the one with k and um, <laughs> and uh you have to email her back and what does uh, she say i, I forget exactly i think it's like roughly. you know 
you had an argument earlier in the day, and um, she was just saying like she's she's suggesting that she wants to get married, and he's sort of right. stressing out about it. Right, and so it's kind of like a continuation of the conversation. I think she was saying like I'm going to go to bed or something like that, and the character has this inner struggle of like, well, should I invite her over or, Mm. you know, what should I say to her? Mm. And uh, the way that you write out emails in the game is like, you write it line by line, but uh, you can pick between a few different uh, choices for each line. So you can start out saying like, hey, uh, that sounds cool. Okay, uh, talk to you later, bye. Or stop it at any point. Right, you can stop it at any point and be like, instead of hey, just be like, yo. Wait, you can actually change the select the things that you choose to write, or right? Well, you don't you don't like write it yourself, but you no, can no, choose. No, no, I know, between... but I, I thought you just choose where to stop it, basically. No, 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 no. You can choose different messages. What do you press left and right or something? I don't remember the, the what buttons you press, but okay. like you can delete it and replace it. So instead of saying like you know, hey, what's up? You can be like, yo, I'm a little busy, sorry. Yo, bitch. you could be really cold. You can be... <laughs> something that's interesting that I saw yeah. is you can also just put, hit the hit the X button and put your phone away and not even respond right. to her. Yeah, so and then like, the game will just oh. continue. Th- th- that's so. what's so cool about this game is like you you know it's very uncommon in a Japanese game to give you real options. Well, and so in it has much like other games do, maybe not Japanese games, but like Infamous or whatever, it, or you know. Um, uh, Kotor has a good and bad meter, right? Literally, that pops up, yeah. And that shows, okay, you are a nice guy, ding, like it moves a little bit, yeah. And actually, I think it even makes kind of a sound like that, yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't on accident, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, and just overall, the game is, is very adult and not like in a adult, you know, gory way or whatever. It's very much like, uh, like it reminds me of kind of like Alan Wake, not mm-hmm. in so much that it's, you know, this writer in the woods or whatever, but it's very adult and it plays to people who. Well, the know, main character is 32 like years fans. old, so right there right. is what differentiates it from your, it differentiates it even from Persona. And that's yeah. something I'm really curious to see how Atlas localizes it. I mean, I hope they. You know, um, I, I, because the, the characters and situations are adult, I hope they don't take the typical anime style, you know, voice acting kind of that everybody does just because it's anime, because it is supposed to be more adult. It's supposed to be more sophisticated. Right. The conversation they have at the beginning of the demo, it's a guy, you know, Vincent and his girlfriend at the table talking about this marriage stuff and like, you know, how he hasn't got a lot of sleep lately and they're talking about death right. dreams or whatever mm-hmm. it's like it's mature content and like if you turn that into anime style it's just going to fall apart so well, i think it's interesting because i think a lot i think this is kind of probably what the developers are maybe going through themselves kind of right now it's like very mm-hmm. much them writing about i'm presuming kind right. of their own lives but a lot of weird stuff is surrounding this game we mentioned a little bit before hiroko you were trying to download you wanted to play it right? i wanted to play it yeah. but the demo mm-hmm. they took it off the store yeah, they, they had it, but now it's back. Wait, it's is back? it really? It's back. Oh, I didn't just, know it's back. I just read that they they released it for the game came out today. Uh-huh. They put the demo back up on the store. I don't know how much longer it's there, but it's there. Uh, it, yeah, which was to there me, a reason why it was taken down? I they said a... that the number of people. The original statement was the number of people that they wanted to reach downloaded it. But then from there, I should have really went back and looked this up before we recorded. But there, I, I don't know what the reason was beyond that. That was their initial. They tweeted about it. They're like, we reached you know the number of um, intended Weird. people we wanted to get downloads, and now it's it's off. Mm. It's like what? Yeah. So yeah. Mm. What I heard was that like there's a limit. So you know it, it didn't happen intentionally, but um, there was a limit to the. Well, they but too many people downloads. downloaded it? Yeah, so maybe they just re-did re the process to be able to 
Well, Sony charges you for bandwidth, so I mean, I was thinking that might be an oh, issue. Whatever right. it is, it's mm. ridiculous. Like, it I, is. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Maybe it worked. Maybe it drums up interest. But I mean, you have people who want to try your demo who can't play it. At mm-hmm. least now it's back, so maybe it was just a stunt. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, another stunt they're doing is they're now that the game is out. And John, you mentioned like much more. You can find out much more about this game now. You, maybe you can, but they were. Um, telling people explicitly do not post videos oh, yeah, of yeah, the game. Really? Yeah, because they don't want spoilers to get out there. Uh-huh. Wow. Because uh, the story is really what this game has, right? right. And I personally, yeah, I don't want to know story spoilers, but they, yeah, there was like a, a message from one of the sheep men saying like you would have nightmares and die if you posted oh, really? <laughs> videos. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's, t- awesome. it's typical in Japan for people to start just like uploading play videos. It's not Nico just Japan, Nico. that's everywhere. Course, well, yeah, right. ending yeah. is the first thing to go up on YouTube. Yeah, right. and just like, right. You know they'll they'll put the whole game up on Nico Nico, and I, I guess you know that's in a way it's kind of pirated. Right. So. Well, yeah, in a game like this that lives and dies by its story, you right. don't want that right. to happen. Right. So. Right. I mean, and what the what it is? Sorry, Mark. Is it's you know it's an old school adventure game basically, except it's not just it's to maybe to make it more appealing to a big a wider audience you have this puzzle portion which could be anything it could have been an rpg it See, could have been the whatever. other way around i think it's a puzzle game i don't think it's an adventure game i'm worried that it's not an adventure game at all that mm-hmm. it's a puzzle game that just has a really intricate story built up on top of it mm. but when they were coming to get putting this game together surely it had to start from the story and build out there i don't think they were like let's make a puzzle game oh let's build a story around well, it. Yeah. whatever way they started this is i think what it ended up mm. with but i, I will know more ne- i don't want to talk too well too late now but <laughs> i didn't want to talk too much about it only because the game came out today john you're getting it um yes we, uh Wintern, who's a huge fan yes our intern chris Estelle, uh had that thing pre-ordered a while ago and he pledged he would finally come on the podcast just for that game (laughs) for that game so that that'll be a different conversation let's move on john um to another thing you just got today tactics ogre finally yeah um another game we'll talk more about later because we just literally literally got it just got it Mm -hmm. today but um oh man i've been waiting for that game for so long and i played you know only played about 20 minutes the 30 minutes so far um and I really loved that game back in the day. I bought the Super Famicom version, actually imported it, like way back in '95 or '96, wow. and um, just played it a bunch. But it's just, it, you know, especially back then, mm. that game is hard in English. Like the story is complicated, like seriously. So right. like for a guy who didn't really know any Japanese at the time, like I couldn't get far, so I stopped. But um, turning it on today at lunch, I, I popped it on just to kind of check it out, and like the music came on, and then like that opening scene in the snow, like. I, I kind of got a chill. Like, Dude, it was that like, shit so awesome. The opening of that game is so epic. It's and, like, really, really so good. ahead of its time. It's so good. It's really well done. Like, really just story-focused, like, you know, very kind of... It, it does have, like, a very epic feeling. Right. Um, and I, we talked about this a bit when JJ tried the Japanese version, but it also looks really, really nice. It's mm. just super polished, nice menus, nice, you know... Um, of course, it's got a nice localization. Our, our friends over at um, Kajia, Alex Smith, and uh, Joe Reader localized it, and mm-hmm. um, they did Vagrant Story and Final Fantasy XII also. Um, and uh, it's just, it just exudes polish. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to play it more. Yeah. Didn't we screw something up? Didn't JJ, JJ. screw something up? <laughs> I wasn't it? sure, but yeah, it was something about uh, being able to go back to pass uh, rewind right. battles. The big thing about Tactics Ogre, even back in the day, was that there's lot. This is another game with branching story. You make decisions, and then that's it. The, you go, you are off in a certain direction. And there's loads of these throughout the game. And with this one, what they did is, I think after you finish the game, you get an option to go back to any story 
branch and then take the other direction. So right. you could basically mm-hmm. see every branch of the story, which there are a lot of through the game, which is a really cool way of mm-hmm. you know making that accessible. Right. Um, and that's what we were talking about. So and you probably didn't know about it because you hadn't beaten the game. You had I hadn't have, gotten. To, you know, I hadn't really gotten to the first branch either. I mm-hmm. was. I was just before it. That yeah. was it, though. That was what the. Thing that was the yeah the okay. big the big deal. So. Yeah, and while we're. Uh, fixing uh, old mistakes i think i said something about bayonetta about the boss music uh not being not being epic actually i was completely exactly <laughs> wrong it's not the boss music that it's the it's right. the normal enemies that you're fighting music the boss music is exactly the kind of thing i was talking about it's uh yeah epic and choir and whatever mm-hmm. in my defense <laughs> we have two people here that were on the podcast both of which have Played through, or yeah, yeah, you yeah. Hiroko she finished, finished. I didn't, but I got pretty far. Yeah. And neither one, it didn't, it didn't strike. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah no, crazy I mean, jazz music, yeah, too much. Yeah, it got me. All, all yeah. my memory of that game is basically, I did not like the music, and that's kind of all that stuck with me. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah. mea culpa. I, I also, I also made a mistake. Oh, what? what no. I, again? Yeah. Well, no. This is this commonplace. The dog from uh, Ghost Trick is not rocket; it's missile. I knew it. Right after I said it, and oh I was going to get gonna your like, weapon straight, would you? I know. And I was going to say it when I had the next turn to talk, and I just forgotten about it. But yes, his name is Missile, which is, is cooler than Rocket. <laughs> so, to speaking be of fair. Yeah, Ghost Trick. Uh, so, I've, I've seen some talk of people playing that on the iPad now, and I am, didn't play it a ton. I need to play it mm. uh, more, but it did seem like a good fit the iPad. I mean, it's not bad for the 3DS. You have the touch screen. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm very interested in that game. Uh, is the, I don't think it's out in English yet on the iPhone not yet, iPad. Right? Not yet. Because it, it just came out on the okay. DS. Is it iPad or is it just iPhone? I think it's just iPhone. Oh, I don't yeah, know. It might be people playing it on the iPad, uh, the iPhone version. But I see. So, John, back to your uh, games you've been playing. Um, Hardcore Uprising? Yeah, well, a lot of these games, just like Tactics Ogre, are games that I play for like 20 minutes and that's it. And so Hardcore Uprising came about. out last yeah. night, right? <laughs> we're about and games that we play for 20 minutes. minutes. I mean, yeah. mo- mo- most normal reviewers play we it for that our games much like a fine wine. Oh, JJ, um, where's this couch? Just saying. Yeah. Daddy's like, you're a gruesome yeah. balls. I, you know, is Peppy going to inherit this bitter... <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so. Jaded baby Peppa. Yeah. Uh, uh, what game were we talking about? Hardcore. Hardcore Uprising. So this Which is a Contra is, game, right? It's a Contra game without the Contra name. It's right. a prequel to Hardcore on the Genesis. Uh, Contra Hardcore. I only played it for 20 minutes. Um, hardcore C-O-R-P-S. How do you make a Contra game and not have Contra in the name? Yeah. Uh, it's not Contra Hardcore Uprising? No, it's not. Contra is not in the name. What? But it is clearly Contra. I mean, even the beginning is like... But that said, 20 minutes. And again, only 20 minutes. Hear that part, please. We got it. Disclaimer. Disclaimed. Go. I didn't like those 20 minutes. Like, Ooh. it did not feel like a Contra game to me. Like, the first 20 minutes are... There's a really kick-ass anime-like style intro, and you're like, oh, yeah, they put some budget into this. And you start the game, and then it's like... The music doesn't feel like Contra music, which is a big part of Contra. Come on, the music was awesome. Is it like Guilty Gear style, like butt rock, like? It is, yeah. And then the um, the (laughs) the uh, glad you stopped. The first stage, and I only played one stage, so again, maybe it's gonna be great. But the first stage Mm. was very like uh, this feels like it was put together using like design a game tool or something. Like the graphics did not like look all that special the sound effects are horrible like when you shoot guys they grunt and stuff now so there's i do remember that from the video and that was like really just well they're they're terrible too it's like whoever recorded those voices probably did it in their basement or something so like it's like you know that sounded really bad how are the graphics the graphics are they're 
good-ish. They're it not looks like, like a contra? It's not fren- frenetic is the word that comes to mind when I describe contra. It's not frenetic. There's not like shit blowing up all over the place, explosions right. everywhere. What mm. your button, you're, you're you're not when you hold down. Maybe I haven't powered up enough yet, but like you know, contra was also about Power that feeling up. of like you hold the button down or you're wrap, you're pushing the buttons and you your guys like shoulders are like bouncing and you can like feel right. the machine gun. You don't feel that at all. Okay, so uh, place it um. in the pantheon pantheon of uh, previous. Did I say that right? Pantheon, Pantheon, yeah. Of yeah, yeah. previous <laughs> Contra games, like, give me an era that so this far? is... This, no, I mean, not, not quality-wise, uh, but graphics-wise. Like, is this like a... It's very different. It's like, imagine, so far, it's like if Contra had, like, Guardian Heroes graphics or something, it well, feels like that. I mean, it has, like, sort of anime it style. It looks like Guilty Gear, right? I mean, that's... Uh, well, it's Arc System works. I don't know if I'd call it, like, say it looks like Guilty Gear, but, I mean, it, it looks... It reminds me of their those Ease remakes they did, which are terrible, but no one's going to know what that is anyway. Um, Speaking of Ease remakes, that's too good of a segue. Okay. To, real quick, though, what are you playing it on before we go away from... I was playing on an Xbox because it came out first on Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, let's... To go off of it. Are you going to play it some more? I'm sure. I'm it, definitely going to play it some I'm more. I'm sure yeah. it gets awesome after the first. <laughs> did, did you I like play the, it online too? Did you like the Wii? Uh, the Wii. I did. Version? I mean, the Wii the version Wii was version. too short, and uh, we played through it. Remember last yeah. uh, last winter, me and Mark and Shane Bettenhausen had this little like Konami fest where yeah. we played all the way through. What was it called? Contra Rebirth or something? Yeah, something we like that. We played through Contra Rebirth, Castlevania Rebirth, and Gradius Rebirth all, all the in like a few days. And it was fun. I mean, it, it was, was short. fun, but the games were not... It was like a shot. It was like an espresso shot of Contra, yeah. like, basically. But it was it was fun. Castlevania was so impossibly hard at the end. Ridiculously but we hard finished at it. the end. But we did finish it. Uh, not that good. The reviews, I felt like, did a disservice to that game. They gave it way yeah, too much credit. But, I agree. But anyway, way back to the segue. So maybe you'll play it more. I'm sure different I will, people I will. worked on the game after the first 20 minutes, and it was really <laughs> awesome. I kind of wish I got it on PS3, too, because like I found myself wanting to go for the D-pad, and I was yeah. like, no, nah, that's not happening well, you, you got to wait a month, apparently. Wait, really? It's not it's, out it's like, like today uh, or something? X360's got a one-month exclusivity Ooh. on it. Okay, well, so way back to our segue, Ease... Yes, Ease. Ease 1 and 2 Chronicle from... The most remade game ever. <laughs> indeed. And to be fair, this is probably one of... You, you, Shiroko's about to sneeze there. We're having a moment of silence. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's probably the best remake. Uh, oh, that's hard to say. Ease is an old game. It's an action RPG that kind of started out with the very Zelda-like feel. Like Scrape-tastic combat. You just scrape as you bump into, into enemies, basically, yeah. Which I hate... When I first played it, too, like back in the day, I played the Turbo Duo version, the Turbo Graphics version, and I was like, this is garbage. But somehow I played it again like 10 years later, and I was like, oh, I get it now. I don't know what happened there because I played the Master System version, and I feel like, yeah, that's probably what screwed up is everybody else played the Turbo CD version, and it speaks of it, you know, in these right. well, tones. The, the intro reverence. of that is, is always awesome. It's epic. Right. It, it, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that a little bit too. So it's like, first of all, real quick, this is a very, very good remake. This is um, so Ease One and Two are like two old school PC games in Japan. Mm -hmm. One of the first action RPGs of the of the era from Falcom. They were Mm -hmm. kind of the games that put Falcom on the map. Mm. You know, it originally came out as two separate games, but in In the West, never in the West has always been. Sega Master System just got East One. Period. Really? Yeah. Oh, so that's what I played. Right, and then uh, the Turbo Graphics, the Turbo whatever, Turbo uh, Turbo Graphics CD got East Book One and Two. Yeah. Um, which is one and two on one disc, with voice acting, uh, which no, the series hasn't really had since then. Um, with you know, anime quote unquote anime intros, like as as good as the PC Engine could do at the right, time. Right. 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 Um, but uh, so this remake is so a few years back in one of the many remakes they remade the game for the PC. 
and the East One and Two. A uh-huh. really nice high, you know, high res for PC graphics, and um, kind of added some areas and stuff, and sort of really just polished up the game. And this PSP port is a port of those two PC versions. Again, slightly further polished. They added a sec. They had the uh, added a new soundtrack. Um, same music, but like redone. Right. Mm-hmm. Best ever by far. This is probably the best arrangements of the music. Um, but you can also listen to the old ones if you want. Um, you can switch between them. Old um, ones meaning the ones. You can from listen which to the system. very original PC eighty eight music, which is like the Japanese PC That's version cool. soundtrack. Yeah. Wow. Or you can listen to the PC version. Or they have a new arrangement for the PSP, which is really right, right. good. Here, yeah. Well, here's my here's my question though. Before you go any further. Sure. These games, uh-huh. th- I feel like, are they not just selling to people who have any kind of nostalgia for the ease? Let's say I've never heard of ease before. Right. I pick up this game, which is a remake. Am I going to feel like, ah, eh, you know, this is like, wh- what is this game? Or am I going to feel like, wow, this is a great, you know. You're not going to feel, wow, this is a great game. If okay. you if you like old oh, school. Wait a minute. Hold on. I played, and now this is like, I'm playing like the worst remake of, of Yeast 1 and 2. But the I DS played one? The DS one. <laughs> After I got ran over by a car, I was in the hospital and needed, I needed a DS game to play. Oh, I thought you were talking about in Yeast 1 and 2. I'm like, what did they do with the DS version? A <laughs> car? No. Uh, no. It starts I, in modern day? <laughs> no, I actually got run over by a car and broke my leg and I was in the hospital for three weeks. You guys remember that. You no, we yeah. remember. I thought you it was gave, a bus, but yeah. You gave remember. me old lady porn and, and that was yeah, really and awkward. Yeah, and I was forced to go to the porn shop. Yes, that's right. We did buy you a magazine that <laughs> mm-hmm. caters to yep. old women. Uh, yeah, uh, and remember who picked that up? <laughs> I don't that know. Was I, awesome. I forgot we did. You're holding on yeah. to that for Peppy, right? I don't remember what I did to it. I think <laughs> we, we, I, hit, oh, we hit it. We probably in the gave fruit it to like the 80 year old in the yeah. Bed no, next I got to it out of the fruit basket, and I think I gave it to my wife. <laughs> what you did to it? Did you do something? No, no, no. <laughs> I gave it to I gave it to my wife, and then. Uh, John, shut up. And then her, she and her sister like laughed at it and threw it away. I think. Okay. Anyway. All right. Anyways, so I played. That was my first experience with East, and I loved it. I was like, this is all. I mean, it was buggy as hell. Like I could totally cheat on the last boss and win. And uh, but it was really fun. Yeah, I was. I thought it was great. I was like, wow, this is like a. You know, one oh, of those games. But you know what, though, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I, you actually slash your sword. You in the do DS slash version. your sword. You don't bump like Good. you don't bump do and you hump. Bump, do you bump and hump in the PSP? The PSP one? one is back to bump and hump. Okay, so off. But that was like, I it was really exciting, and I liked the game a lot. So like, even if you don't or never played East before, I, I I think to be, and I'm a big East fan, but even I, I mean, to be fair, I don't think the average guy is gonna like it. However, East Seven came out on PSP earlier this year. It did really well. I think 1UP maybe gave it an A or something. Like, it got some good scores, and people seem to really like it. People who, from there, want to see what, what it was like back in the day, I think, right. would find it interesting. Well, and maybe the difference is, if, if you can have an appreciation mm. for... You're not necessarily an Ease fan, but you can appreciate kind of an older school kind of game. Is that how you felt about it, JJ, playing well, it? I, you didn't feel like, wow, if I didn't know that this was an older game, I could... This would be a new game? No, no, not not at all. It was just like one of those things like, well, you know, here is this like forgotten gem of a game. I mean, it's not forgotten among the fans, but like a lot of people don't really know East as a game right. at all. Mm-hmm. I, I do think like in another, you know, if, if different decisions were made or different things happened, East could have gotten much bigger. Like I kind of back in the day, I, it was yeah. like another Zelda, maybe not quite Zelda, but it was like Zelda-esque at the time it was an action rpg really good dungeons good design great music mm-hmm. um it just you know 
went off another path. You know, it was always on Nintendo's money. It but. was always on like the minor systems, well, except for on Super Nintendo stuff. But the, I don't know yeah. if those came out in America on Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. But uh, yeah, it was just like in in another world, East could have been one of those games that people like always put on their most. I, I do and stuff. think so, and. The Oath and Felgana, which came out a couple months ago, which is a remake of awesome East Three, game. for is which is the, by far the best one I think is great. It it's is so, legitimately yeah. like yeah. Zelda quality, awesome action RPG on PSP. That I do want to play. Yeah, no, if you, if you are like hurting for a 2D ish Zelda game, then you should play Oath and Felgana. It's fucking awesome. That I definitely do want. Right. So anyway, this PSP version, which we haven't even really talked about yeah. yet, um, <laughs> it's it's uh, you know I, again, I think it's probably. The, the Turbo CD version, which you can buy on Virtual Console, by the way, in America, still, I think, is overall the best package because it has voice acting, which, for a localization company, I think... It was it, good It was time. really good. I mean, it's for, good for, for now. Like, it's good for... It's almost good for now, yeah, oh, I would say, wow. from, like, 1990-whatever. The sequel was horrible, but, like, just that one, I think, NEC had a budget, probably didn't even know what you spent on game voice acting, and just, they got the guy from Transformers to do right. the intro, and, like, and it's, it, uh, it's really I'm, quite I'm good. That's, we'll show. play it, we'll play it on yes. the show. And it was really, really good, and, um, you know, overall, that one had probably, that, that was probably, like, the most well-rounded version, but, uh, but beyond that, this one is, I think, the best remake so far. It's got really good graphics, um, it feels really good, great music. Um, and it's on PSP. It's got a good look. It's probably the first time one and two has had a really good localization. Like it's, it makes sense. <laughs> so what's good, about um, the, right. what's good about the gameplay? Just describe the gameplay. What's good about so, it? So uh, if you like games where you have kind of big dungeons that are hard at first, but you have to grind a little, you have to build up a little to get. But grinding is fun. It's fun. Game, yeah. yeah, the bumping is not as bad as I used to think it is. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it's got really complex level design, like deep dungeons, like old school. You know, these dungeons are hard. You have to kind of dig layers deep. And right. the, the last the dungeon of East One is like, was it like seventeen floors or something crazy? Yeah, it's Darn like tower. that huge tower, and then you, and then the second game. That's the first game and the second game is like three or four times the size of that and it's actually quite difficult and challenging it's got you know it's it was one of those games back in the day that had like the snow area the volcano area you right. know the, the right. kind of trademark it, it, it kind of changes gameplay wise right because you get all this magic and it magic kinda, in the it kind of turns into a shooter in a way it has some of my favorite music of any game ever yeah. too so I, I do think it's worth checking out it's out from Seed, i think next week Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they've got a special edition with like a music CD or something or whatever too and our friends at XSEED our friends at XSEED yeah, yeah who, who sent us a copy of the game early to check out and I'm really glad they did because mm. I'm enjoying it so. cool okay um, I think that's about it for you John I think so uh, mine is pretty easy I've been playing one game and I uh, the only reason I've only been playing one game I wouldn't even be playing any games because I've been really busy but this is a game that I absolutely made time for um is Dead Space 2. Yes. And, um, yeah, our friend Jay Fresh, community manager at EA, supposedly has sent a, <laughs> a copy of the PS3 Collector's Edition, um, but I haven't gotten that yet. I was in America when it came out, and on the way to the airport, I stopped by, made a special trip to grab it, mm-hmm. got it in the airport, got on the plane, came here, and I've been making time to play it. Like, things have been crazy recently, but I've just... This is a game... It, it proves to me like if a game comes out that I really want to play, I you will can make time for make it. Make time yeah. for yep. it. Like totally. absolutely, don't go out with this. Like things are going on tonight. I'm not going to go because I'm going to go home and play this game. And uh, like, yeah, newsflash, it's really good. Like, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> by now, it's like super old news to to most anyone. Um, yeah, that, that's the basic thing I want to get across. Is like. The game is really great, very polished. They understand. They understand. I think 
at its heart what made the first Dead Space good in that um, it plays up the parts that you really like and remember from Dead Space 1. For example, uh, it's not really spoiling anything in Dead Space 1. And this is an example from our friend Brad Douglas at Sony, but I think it's perfect perfect illustration of what's screwed about Dead Space 2 um, is that there's a part in Dead Space 1 where there's a guy like banging his head against the wall and um, there's like blood running down the wall and you like get closer you're like I don't know if this guy's going to turn into mon- what's what's going to happen or, and you just hear like this thud 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 mm. as he's banging is this like wet smacking sound Ugh, as he's yeah. like banging his head against the wall and then you get closer and he just goes and like smashes his head against the wall uh. Dead Space 2 is filled with those kind of moments where you're looking at something and uh, I mean the game is directing you towards kind of a cinematic moment um it really, you know, plays up the horror. It's got th- my fears about it being too much of an action fest and not, you know, enough of scares or mm. kind of the lonely feeling of what's going on were kind of, I think, unfounded. I think it definitely That's has good. that. I will say the one thing that I will say about it is, and, and it, again, I still think it's absolutely a buy and play, is I'm a little disappointed in that I feel it's a little formulaic at least so far i feel like it's taking the elements from one and turning it up to 11 and it's not so far i'm at like chapter nine i haven't seen anything super new i like the adjustments on everything are pretty good like the adjustments to the zero grav parts are really good um the enemies are a lot of the same enemies right the new the quote-unquote new enemies kind of feel like old enemies or variations on Old enemies, um, the completely new enemies, I don't feel like are really like inspired. Mm. Um, I feel like it's very much a continuation. Sounds like of, it feels safe, like a safe sequel. Right. And, and, and Yeah, and most sequels are these days, right? right? I don't think it's like a Gears 2 where it's like, wow, like this is exactly out of, out of Gears 1. But uh, I, I do feel like, yeah, that they played it safe. They played, turned up the stuff. As far as the story, kind of the same deal. You're kind of going crazy. I One thing, it, it directs your attention and takes control away from you more than the first game. One of the things I liked about the first game is it like almost pretty much never did that. Uh. Um, but you got to keep in mind, I'm like, one of the most hardcore Dead Space guys. I'm like super you were the evangelist. Hard. You told so, like so you turned so many people onto that game. Absolutely, and I will, and I will about Dead Space Two. I think this game is absolutely 100 percent worth your money. The production values are off the charts. Really great, fun game. I know guys like a lot of people who the first one kind of bored, which which mm. I'm surprised about. But people are like, I'm on the same spaceship, and it's all so gray and blah blah blah. <laughs> like cheat our friend Chibd from yeah. Chibas Gamer. Well, it's more red than gray, really. <laughs> But, but they love this one. Yeah. This one is like, mm. wow, this is exactly what I wanted. This is cool. Me, I'm kind of like, eh, like this is great. But I, it's like, you know, this is the steak dinner that I know and I know that I love. But I was hoping for another crazy new kind of fresh experience like the first Dead Space. Right. The weapons, I feel like I'm using kind of the same weapons as I used in the first game. I'm fighting kind of the same enemies. It's more of what I love. Uh, and I do still love it. But... I'm kind of hoping for some more flashes of inspiration. We'll see if we get them. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that's you should uh, try this uh, game for PC. I think it's also on Mac. It's a Steam game called uh, Amnesia. It's mm-hmm. a horror game sort of adventure. It's like 
Resident Evil and Mist combined. It's not like you're you're not. I like you one of those. I really don't good. like the you're, other you're, one. You're, you're not you're not like walking through pictures or whatever. But it's just fucking insane. I could I, I downloaded the demo and I couldn't finish it because it was just too tense for me. So really? I, heard, I heard about the, I think it was uh, Che Chow who yeah. was uh, uh, tweeting about this game that it was just super fucked up and I it is really wanted to. And play. It, it's, yeah. it's got it's got a little uh, perfect dark in there because like you go insane if you stay in the dark too long. Interesting. So you've got to happen in Perfect Dark. You, uh, it was not Perfect Dark. I'm yeah, I was sorry. like, wait a second. Uh, what were you talking what about? Was that Alone other, in the Dark. Uh, Alone. No, yeah, I guess. No. I have no idea what you're talking about. So keep going. What are you talking about? The GameCube about? game. Oh, Eternal oh, Darkness. Eternal, Eternal Darkness. Darkness. Okay. I knew it had dark in there. Eternal Darkness. Uh, because like, if you stay in the shadows too long, you start to go insane, and you you've always got to keep a light with you, and that light will run out really quickly, and everything. It's like sounds like Alan Wake a little bit. Too. Yeah, a little. It's wow. it's it's. Sounds it's so creepy as fuck. Yeah. Well, I'd and, never and, be and able to play that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dead Space Two is that way as well. It's very, it's very scary. It's fucking gotten me more times already than Dead Space One has. Just yeah. In terms of like <laughs> lulling you, I have to say, anytime I go into an elevator now, I'm super fucking paranoid. So. <laughs> Dead Space Two from Chapter Nine on, you're not gonna get me with the elevator anymore. But anything else, and there's a little monster closet to it. There are these these, these things on the wall. That's like. That's like a monster shoot. Monsters are going to bust out of that thing. Right. Anytime you see one, you kind of... Or whenever you go in a big room, right, you know something's going to happen. So that's a huge one. It's like, oh, you saw me playing. I'm like, here's a big room. Here comes a big fucking boss. Hello. I hope one time they do a big room where nothing happens. Nothing happens. Uh That'll be good. But so they telegraph it a little bit to to a certain extent. But Mm. that said, they have still gotten me like a lot of legit times. It's been pretty good. So Good deal. Yeah. Uh, JJ, yes. Into your uh, gaming, you've right. been busy having offspring and whatnot. Yeah. But- so like, I, most of my game playing for the past week and a half has been done in uh, a maternity hospital. And oh god, this, I lobby. see where this is going. So it's been mostly iPhone. Oh boy, <laughs> I knew you were headed there. Uh, well, okay. So I've got one Real good quick. game and got one. Not so good. Cool, go. So uh, there's this game, League of Evil, and it's pretty much like Super Meat Boy for your iPhone. Um, it's like this That's hard a good thing. It sounds yeah, like. it's a hardcore platformer. It does. There are like on-screen controls, but it's only left and right and like jump. Mm-hmm. Which and it's it, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I promise you, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's very fast-paced. You know, it's you know got this really nice pixel art and uh, controls are really fine. Yeah, they're. I think they're totally fine. Really? Because, like, Super Meat Boy, if you're screwed right. up with the controls, that could be bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got through the first two sets of levels. Is this a Japanese game or it's an American game? No, it's an American game. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think it's only 99 cents. Okay. Uh, I think there may even be, like, a light version you can try the demo of. But, uh, okay. yeah, it's it's totally recommended. And then what's, the other what's the, what's the aesthetic? What's League of Evil about? Is it like a superhero? I don't know. You're like this I think you're like this dude who looks like Kano. You got like half a metal <laughs> face or something. And you're just going through these levels. I don't I don't think there's much of a story. I, if there is, I skipped it. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's the other one? Let's get through the iPhone story. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so the other game is NBA Jam, which is like okay, uh, that's enough about that game. Well, so, I, I, let me just air out my grievances here. Like the game, a the AI is fucking ridiculous. I put it on veteran mode, which is like the normal mode, and like you know, veteran is normal. Yeah, it's which makes hard. no sense. First of all, yeah. okay, yeah, it's like the, so I put it on hard mode, which is the easy mode. Right. <laughs> well, it's like easy veteran pro, and then like uh, super okay. Man, we, we need to get to the point because we're talking about NBA Jam. 
am right now. That's okay, right. So. Okay, and so like the AI is like ridiculous. They'll be like totally stupid one minute, and then the, the second like you've made two baskets, they're like stealing every time. <laughs> have you have you never played NBA Jam before? I know, That's but, what like, NBA Jam well, is. And, 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 <laughs> when you play against the computer, it cheats. Well, yeah, it cheats like crazy, and then the on-screen <laughs> controls are garbage. So like you can't do anything. So I like I had to put it back on easy, and then it's just too easy and not fun. Okay, so NBA Jam avoided all yeah, costs. Yeah, it was four ninety nine. I wish I could have it. Back. Ouch! Ouch! Yikes! That's, okay. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of excited for it, and I Why broke did my. You buy it? Because I liked NBA Jam as a child. There was a lot of ninety nine cent games uh, this past week on iPhone, yeah. so I picked up one too. But I'm not, I didn't play it. But I picked up Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright, I think, uh, is a good game for ninety nine cents. Yeah, on okay. your iPhone. Well, so is is it know. the whole? I think it's probably just like the first chapter. I don't know, like but but uh, yeah, uh, you'll never play. And I played more Last Story, <laughs> but I have it at least. So, <laughs> but you own it. You can say on the podcast. You buy it. I, I played some more Last Story. I'm about two thirds through. Uh, I'm really liking it. Pause. Yeah. Two thirds through. Yeah. How do you know that? Uh, just because I know how many chapters there are on the game, and I'm like close to the last chapter. So how many hours in are you? That I don't. I think it's like around 15 hours, maybe. Okay. I heard it's not that long. But like right now, I'm pausing and doing like all of the like town like mini quests and stuff like that. I hate, by the way, that I said pause on your like that's a Shane Bettenhausen ism. Yeah, I hate myself. (laughs) But so a lot of the people who have played this game on Gaff and then people we know are like really down on it and like you know are they? A lot of people say it's too easy and it is too easy. I mean, I wouldn't say too easy, but it is easy. There's no like oh this fucking hard. You can always level. A little bit to just get over anything. You're not dying, in other words. No, you're not. Okay. They, the, I think the 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 problem stems from that they give you like five lives per battle, right? For every character, so like dying is nearly impossible unless you just really really suck. Right. Five lives? You mean like like a- you can respawn? It's it's kind of like an I online see. game in that respect. Okay. You can respawn, but um. Uh, yeah, I still think the the uh, combat is really fun. Um, the online is terrible. Uh, What's the online explain? So there's a versus mode that's like a deathmatch. Yeah. Who wants a deathmatch from their RPG? Not really that fun. I mean, it's like an action game, but it's still not very fun. It's like, you know, if you're a mage, there are levels where you just can never die. Anyway, yeah. Well, besides the whole fact that we online is not very good, but like the game itself online is just not too fun. Like uh, there's also this raid mode where it's like Monster Hunter... Uh, you fight these big bosses. Oh, that sounds cool. And it, it, it is kind of cool, but like if one person doesn't know what they're doing, you'll you'll just die. Like right. if one person loses all their lives, you get two minutes to finish the level or you just mm. fail. And like you can go through like a 40 minute boss fight and then just like in the last, you know, minute someone dies and you're right. just fucked. And it's really lame like that. But yeah. But overall, for people who missed the last episode, you're... I'm very positive on it. and uh, Strong on it. Yeah, and I like, I like the mini quest. Like, there's this NPC that gives you items uh, depending on how many times you bump into people or hit your head <laughs> on a sign and stuff. That's, oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. I like doing that. Little achievement, almost like achievement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you get, like, weird weapons, like a, a, a leak that like makes people sticky and stuff. You know what else has achievements? Uh, Xenoblade. Um, uh, yeah, Xenoblade. Yeah. I played a bit of um, a couple weeks ago. Finally, which is a game I really wanted to play because you know I worked on all the Xenosaga games and uh, I'm surprised. It's really for a Wii game. It's like in- incredibly um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like it, it's trying to do a lot. Like it's mm-hmm. very, very ambitious. Ab- yeah. It's ambitious. ambitious. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. It's super ambitious for a Wii game. Like I mean, it's right. a little ugly because of that probably like the graphics are not the best. The characters the are a bit ugly, but the environment. But they have nice. really interesting facial expressions, and yeah. and like you can actually see their face facial expressions, which is rare for a Wii game. And the right. the world is huge, and it does a lot of like MMO style stuff in the battles. There were achievements. There were you know lots of little little bits of polish to it that made me really want to play it more and uh totally well it's only i really care but the one of the main characters is voiced by the guy who did vegeta in uh dragon ball z oh yeah does that excite dragon ball fans well that it's it's he's a guy that really i don't hear his voice in games that often and he's kind of like a big deal so yeah i heard two of the main two the two main characters in uh uh, catherine were like evangelion voice actors or something oh yeah 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 well, and uh, last story sold uh, like over 100k. It's yeah, first week, it, it did most of its first shipment, which is good, encouraging. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's always good to see. Um, not easy out there for a Wii RPG, especially a new uh, IP and everything. And a new IP, indeed. Yeah. But uh, it's got. I, I had heard positive buzz mm-hmm. um, about it. A lot of just a lot. I've heard a lot of cranky people talk about how easy it is. <laughs> right. Well, and and the people playing it, and especially the people playing it now and talking mm-hmm. about it uh, in English, especially, are people who probably want their games to be more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Most people don't want to die like in games anymore. No. Period. Yeah. Which actually, not to go back to Dead Space Two for too much, but I was surprised. I died like five times in the first two minutes. <laughs> really. <laughs> probably more than I died in all of Dead Space One. Like yeah. I, I'm actually dying in the game. Which how do you I feel about that? What's what's the deal with the dying? Like? I don't mind. I, I'm. Yeah, what's the deal <laughs> with the dying? I, I actually don't mind, and it's it's good in a sense because it feels like there's a real consequences to me fucking up. Right. That's um, good. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, I, I you be. know, I don't care that you can't really die. I mean, you can die in this game if you're just really bad at it or whatever. But you know, like I Kirby? don't. No, and it's not. It's not <laughs> Like did I ever, did I ever, not, did I ever mention that I eventually played Kirby Epic yeah, Yarn? I, I believe and, you did. And, and, did you? Yeah. And it's not explain ep- it finally. It, Cause JJ no, was no, able to, you know what? <laughs> All JJ had to say is it's not very good. Like it's, it's it really is a baby. He was right the first time to be, I, we gave him shit for calling it a baby game, but it is like the hmm. exact definition of a baby game. Like yeah, right. you can't even die. Like it is a super baby game. <laughs> It's like an infant game, and right. it was because of that. It wasn't fun at all. I didn't enjoy it. So yeah. But yeah, uh, back on the last story, just a, a few last things to say. It's just, I really like the story. You know, it's it's divided in these chapters, and uh, there's like a town area where you have like main storyline, but then there are these little offshoots. Like there was this one, uh, which is probably my favorite chapter so far. You go to this haunted house, oh, just yeah. like because you're like a group of uh, mercenaries, and you go out and you know do mercenary shit. And this one was like you had to go to this haunted house and you, you know, you fight this crazy ghost. And it was just, you know, like a lot of really good character development and uh, mm. just, you know, fun. And there's like a town. Well, we've talked about this before. There's yeah. Like a town. In the there game. is a town. It is very large. But it's and huge. There's a lot of stuff to do in it, too. That already it makes it a step above Final Fantasy thirteen. Right. But see, it makes sense in the story because, you know, you're in this city and you're kind of you know, laced into the inner workings of the uh, upper class and all this stuff. Right, and right. We got it. It doesn't, it. yeah, you don't have to go out and adventure to 50, 100 towns in every RPG. It's, it's stupid. It's tired. So in the last story, uh, the latest on it being carried over or not is last I checked <sighs> was it uh, carried over to the West. Right. Is n- not 
It's not it's not, not, not coming, coming out. Right. So, <laughs> but the more time passes, the more it's like unlikely because you know the Wii Two or whatever is going to. Well, be Nintendo out. knows where to find us. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wii Two really. Our emails work. Do you think Wii Two <laughs> is coming? That's well, I mean, probably. at least in the next couple of years, and like you know, in a year, no one's going to be playing hardcore games on the Wii, are they? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I probably you know. will. But there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, let's take a break and when we come back, we will do, uh, listener feedback and then Mm -hmm. go into some news and that'll be it. We're back with uh, listener comments, and uh, this is a good bridge from our last story uh, discussion. I mm. guess this is from our website. Yeah, these uh, both of the comments I put down are from the these, website. So, yeah, these first two are from our uh, website, 8-4.jp. Um, Aria asks, uh, last story has some very big name actors in it in Japan. Even Xenoblade used some people that at least fans of Japanese cartoons are sure to recognize. I know the answer is probably no, but do you think there is any chance of the the localization, which I guess they're assuming localization, <laughs> using big-name Hollywood actors or leaving the Japanese audio in? Although I'm not sure if you can fit that on the disc. Um, hmm. I do know that one... For last story? For the last story, mm-hmm. yeah. So, again, we just talked about this, but we're not sure the last story is even being localized. But uh, I do know one uh, big piece of feedback that Sony got with um, White Knight Chronicles was that people wanted the original audio on the disc. The Japanese original, audio. Yeah, the original really? Japanese uh, dialogue um, on a Wii game. Uh, I feel like it's probably pretty difficult. That can happen, probably. It's on probably the PS3, I think it's, it should just always be that way. Like, there should just be dual languages. Right. Even, well, yeah, maybe. Mm. Hollywood talent, uh, it's like, I don't know. Does it, does it matter? It doesn't mm. matter. It really, I think a lot of times, unless you're Kingdom Hearts and you're going to sell it on that, uh, basis as like a Disney thing with Haley these, Joel Osment or whatever you know, or Justin Bieber or whatever the fuck Bob. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that it, maybe it's better you're better off without it I don't want to be thinking of like the sixth sense when right. you know well I mean right. the, the cast right. of the original Transformers were not movie stars and the, the voice acting in that show is awesome so you know you don't need the movie stars to that's your answer to everything it is the transformers, the transformers were did were great awesome. and that 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 had this but i mean it's it's proof that you don't need Hollywood. you know what though to be honest like most i shouldn't say most but a larger than you would expect number of movie voice actors i mean movie actors suck at voice acting like they well, should it's stick a different, to movies it's a, yes. it's a different thing yeah it is a very different thing and right. there are some very talented not movie voice actors who don't get enough playtime in real games and it's it's a shame because mm. they're good so basically i think the answer is just hope that there is a localization and then <laughs> right don't worry right. about the i mean i yeah it is possible with this game in particular probably not yeah i, I mean if, if this would be a risky undertaking to a degree only because it's a new ip 
and not all RPG, there's not a real established RPG base on the Wii. That said, maybe that's the reason why this needs to come out to the West. Yeah, sure yeah. As hell hope it and does. don't don't discredit Nintendo either. Like we yeah, actually one of one of eight four's first uh, games in our first year was Baten Kaito's Origins for the GameCube, and you know we told them what we thought it needed to get the game done, you know, well and right, and they supported it. They had the budget for it and everything, and we went and we didn't use Hollywood people, but we did use good voice actors like them. One of the main characters. The guy who does Kratos in God of War and, you know, um, Fortune for Metal Gear Solid, like all these like really established good voice actors and they put the budget behind it. And the reason I'm mentioning this, come on, everybody knew Baten Kaitos was not going to sell that much. Not only was it is a kind of a niche game, it was like the last GameCube game Nintendo published right. in the US. Like right. but they still, you know, put the put the, you know, effort hmm. behind it and well, so that, I think well, there's a chance for this too. Those voices are that's known as one of the great Localization. Well, thank you. <laughs> I can say this because I wasn't with the company at the time, but I was like astounded. There was like a NeoGAF thread not that long ago where I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> right, right. Like, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, they. I, I. That's why I love Nintendo because they do let us. Some companies, oh, yes. you know, a lot of companies have restrictions, and you can't blame them. But Nintendo is a company that let us do the job that the way we felt it needed to be done, and it worked out. Just so. to yeah. kiss a little God more. God bless Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like people wonder why Nintendo has a reputation it has because they actually. Do do, they get it. They do get it. They yeah. do say this is the budget it needs. This is the time that it needs. Exactly. This right. is how you do this thing to do it properly. And like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. Anyway, cool. Um. My lips are tired from kissing Iwana. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful behind. Ass. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Did you say wow? Um. So, uh, Jack Bauer is dead. Great name. Uh, asks. Oh, I don't mean to go on, but one... Oh, this must have been... Uh, it was a continuation from else. Thanks for editing that out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but one Japan-related question, if you'll allow, is director, is director Takeshi Kitano still doing an insane amount of Japanese TV shows every week? And how awesome slash not awesome are they? <laughs> People outside Japan love Kitano because he's an amazing director, but I guess we always hear about how he's essentially only a person, TV personality in Japan and his films are largely ignored. It'd be interesting to hear about his current status in Japan, mm. if you guys know anything about that. He's um, not ignored no. for the movies. The movies are not ignored at all. But right. his, his but movies he, probably are bigger overseas, would you right, say? Right. Are they? He's, yeah, yeah he's, they're, really? It's unique movies, so. Mm. Overseas but, where? You mean America? Well, I mean, even in Europe. Europe. Yeah, uh, yeah big in Europe. He's the toast of Europe. Right. I, I will say, it is jarring to come here, to to know him as this director of these kind of high-minded kind of arty <laughs> mm-hmm. small indie flicks at least in america yeah like it was fireworks and um uh well anyway i am his newest is outrage mm-hmm. outrage yeah which is um, like, totally brutal and stuff i've seen like five of his movies but i'm totally blanking on on their titles but but and then you come here and you literally I mean, you see him. Yes, he is still on these TV shows. He's, a lot. Yeah, and he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he's, he's a proud about. He's, he's very proud about that. Right. Mm-hmm. So you will still see him, like hosting a quiz show or whatever, dressed as like a schoolgirl <laughs> with like <laughs> yep. you know like cherry cheeks, like uh-huh. uh, you know, and a wig and, and nose hair sticking out of his nose. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's outfit. and he's often on TV. He's known for being one of the few people remain still who will go on TV at like midnight and have like a bunch of like half naked girls on TV with him right. doing very like politically incorrect things. But yes. like, and then just, uh, on the him. on the other side of that, like he'll have you know a five hour program about the state of education in yep. Japan, mm. and then like he, he's a very intelligent. Yeah, dude. Well, they're, they're very interesting programs, and mm-hmm. like uh, 
he's got this one, I think it's a weekly show where uh, it's like in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and they just go over super fucking hardcore math problems yeah. with like, well, you know, mm-hmm. like Tokyo University math wizards and stuff like that. And right. it's like, oh yeah, I would do this. And then, you know, if you blah, blah. Carry I think the that's chart. awesome that, the, yeah. that yeah. you can be so diversified like that, like and do so many different things and well-rounded like that, mm-hmm. especially if someone of his like, you know, stature or whatever, like everybody knows who he is. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's, his comedian background came before um, movie directing background. Right. So, so that's kind of his roots, basically. That's, that's mm-hmm. his roots, yeah. Doesn't he have a famous joke about crossing the street or like a street light or something? My Japanese tutor once told me a joke of his and I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> that was like his catchphrase? Really? Well, that's not crossing the street. Yeah, I don't remember. Exactly. Komaneji is the guys, Russian uh, figure skater, yeah, right? Yeah, you guys I know, know about the Komaneji, the pose and everything, right? <laughs> Which one? So he... Uh, oh, he okay, does a pose where he on the radio. He, yeah, it angles at it? his crotch. His yeah. pelvis, like a V. Yeah. Like a, so, right? Pull it, pulls so it back. So that's for the le- leotard? That, yeah, the high leg uh, leotard. The high leg leotard yeah. that um, she was wearing, the Russian... <laughs> Okay. Nadia Komanichi. I remember being like, I wish you hadn't told me that. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a bad pun or something. And I was like, wow, that's like like what he became famous for. (laughs) Crossing the street. I don't remember what it was. Mm. I'll try to find out what it was. He used to be in a duo. Like, uh, what were they called? The the Beats or something. Ah, Two Beats. What happened to the other beat? Yeah. And I think the other guy just retired. Um, Yeah. uh, He doesn't really come on TV anymore. But all right. Yeah. Let us never speak of him again. Yes. Um, <laughs> but okay. yeah, Beat Takeshi, uh, if you want to know more, he play is, his NES uh, 8-bit oh Famicom. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a great that's episode of, uh, of uh, Game Center, Game Center CX. CX. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they basically they made this inscrutable game that was like a fuck you to people who like <laughs> video games actually right what's yeah. the one really harsh thing in that game is it like you have to like leave the controller alone for like a long time or something I think it's like oh, 20, really? 20 minutes or 2 hours or something something like really ridiculous you have to do <laughs> or, the other thing is like a karaoke section that uses the mic and you have to like do it perfectly or something there's some really brutal brutal torturous yeah. scenes in he didn't game. like games apparently and he wanted to make a game that Game Center um, CX, by the way, we'll we'll talk about that some other time. But that is a great show to dig up and watch yeah, if you haven't heard of it before. It's yeah, a absolutely. really fun show. Yeah. So this actually came up now reading this. Um, did not intend this, but from our Twitter feed uh, at eight four play dot com, um, Mr. Raru uh, Hacker Alias Mr. Underscore Raru tweets uh, a four plague podcast shut down in our car by mrs raru which is awesome <laughs> <laughs> they named it that way due to gaming jesus dropping too many f-bombs while little ears were listening. see i told you so in my, yeah i don't so people know like i don't mean to do it mm-hmm. just as kind of happens yeah so i mean the podcast for us is like kind of a relief from our work day so if we're a little stressed right you know there's right. more F's in it? Yeah, there's probably, there's probably more I guess F-bombs. There, are, uh, there are more F-bombs in the podcast than when I normally talk? Probably not, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's like, so. mm-hmm. Everybody's doing right. the Japanese thing. All right, well, we'll I, I try to watch yeah. the F-bombs, but you know what? It Sometimes that just happens. Just, yeah, just fucking happens. Hacker <laughs> um, right. alias Retesh, R-E-E-T-E-S-H. What's with the ad for play cast having eight minutes and eight eight seconds <laughs> music loop at the end is this something they do every week or was it by the power of psp2 so yeah we should explain our last episode ended with the sax roll yes. yeah and the reason for that which i forgot to explain in the podcast <laughs> probably would have been good but was that i 
tweeted right as the PSP2 announcement happened. And I talked about this with you guys like two weeks beforehand. Right. I remember uh-huh. you saying you were going to do it. It was totally premeditated. I'm fascinated by this sexual. <laughs> like, not even so much the idea of, you know, if you Google Rick Rolling, what that means to, like, prank people with it. But right. more just it itself. Just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. But the it's music, mesmerizing. It's, it's yeah. hypnotic. Yeah. Yeah, his hips just like yeah. his, his movements the music his <laughs> outfit everything about it right like I was going to do a Halloween costume of this guy <laughs> oh my god you should have you could also look him up as uh, Epic Sax Guy would right. be his other um, aka on YouTube but uh, yeah if you <laughs> didn't listen to our last episode it's what we ended with but yeah me and my girlfriend just totally every time it's just pew like <laughs> I love that some people listen to the whole eight minutes. Yes. <laughs> you get an achievement too, I told GB. And uh, if you listen to the whole eight minutes, eight seconds achievement awarded. One guy said that like he thought his phone was ringing. Apparently he already <laughs> had it as his ringtone. <laughs> it was uh it was apparently Moldova's entry into Eurovision two thousand ten. Yeah, I wonder did they I I've watched that yeah. Con- yeah, that performance. I don't think they won. No. I think they were they were up sad. there though. I mean, they should have won. Yeah. It was amazing. It was pretty. Yeah. So we kind of we kind of yeah. apologize, but I mean now you know what. No, we don't apologize. <laughs> I guess we don't really apologize yeah. at all. Yeah. No, quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, you're welcome <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, so Hacker Alias uh, Retro DLC asks: When you do voiceover production, do you record it in your own studio or hire out elsewhere? I wish we had a voice recording studio to yeah. record in. We kind of do, do at this table, but well, that's not true. really the Podcast. same thing. Kind of a little different. It's kind <laughs> yeah. of shitty. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you hear pages flipping, that's John flipping through the new Famitsu. I can't resist, sorry. And if you hear keys tapping, that's our newest member of our <laughs> core family. Um, Brendan, Brendan. Uh, clickety-clack uh, Pritchard, there, <laughs> who you'll be <laughs> Yeah, no, no. you'll get a new one don't worry um, you'll be hearing more from in uh, upcoming episodes tippity tapping away on Hodfarg of A4 Play yes but he's uh, he's hard at work uh, over there as we record um, who wants to feel this the voice recording? Yeah. John, well, I mean, guy, that's right? the way it works typically is, you know, when we, we work with publishers who um, they hire us to handle the translation and they usually hire somebody like a voice recording studio to handle the voices. And sometimes like in good situations, we collaborate like we'll we will fly out to their studio, usually in L.A., Sometimes in uh, third world countries. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I had to go to Shanghai once and it was horrible. But but that doesn't um, always it doesn't always happen that we're able to. It doesn't always. In so, fact, yeah. it doesn't happen yeah. enough. I mean, we would love to be there every time if we could. Right. If but, we work on a basically, if we work on a game and the voices suck, we weren't there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if, we, if we work on a game and the voices are great. We were there right. and we controlled every step of the process. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, for example, like, uh, what, did, what was the last game we actually went and did the voice? Probably Nier? Was it Nier, I guess? Yeah, I think Nier, yeah. I was out in L.A., yeah, for like four weeks, uh, over two, or four or five weeks over two different um, periods. Uh, mm-hmm. Last summer, I guess. Yeah. Was it last summer or was it the year before? I, I guess it was, it was last summer. Last. It was last um, summer. Yeah, why don't you get a little into, because we're going to talk a little bit about localization. Why don't you get a little into, because there's a, a director there in the studio. Yes. But what are you or me doing amazingly <laughs> while we're um, at the studio if we are there? 
for well, a project. okay. So, so like I said, the, the the publisher of the game will hire this uh, voice recording company to handle the voiceover production, which is a really big, complicated, multi-step you know process involving mm. lots of people, lots of money, blah blah blah. And usually, they'll have uh, the person most familiar with the script if they're if they're doing it right. Um, they'll have the person most familiar with the script sitting in in the studio alongside a director just like any production has a director, uh, a recording engineer who handles the, you know, kind of the, the, uh, the technical tech side, yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, occasionally one or two other people or whatever. Um, and so the, you know, the director is there to basically kind of, they all, everybody has a copy of the script uh, for the game and the director is there to sort of do what directors do, right? Kind of get the performance out of the actor. But I'm, I'm there, or we are there, I guess, to sort of, when they go off track, to make sure that we pull them back. Okay, no, actually, that was that was great, but that's not what how it was supposed to be spoken. It was supposed to be this, or right. you know, they put too much emphasis on this word, but that's not the important word in the sentence. Or, right. or you know, sometimes if there's timing involved, like if there's ADR, which is like when the you know the voices need to match the lips on the screen. Um, you know, we might have to rewrite a line on the fly in the studio and just change it to make it fit because what we wrote was too long or too short, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. Right. And in my my experience is basically, yeah, you as the person who wrote it, even if the other person is very familiar with the project and with games, which is also not a given. I mean, you you definitely no, it's s- not. You definitely see how projects can go wrong because. Nobody in the studio might have any idea what the game is. The the voice actor might have just come from doing you know two or three other things and be like, what, what am I today? What am, okay, I'm Frankenstein. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's do this thing. Right. Um, so you definitely see that side of it. But even when the uh, director really knows what they're doing, um, a lot of times you're there as the like, no, it's not, you know, you killed my father. It's like you killed my father. It's like right. you, it's things that you don't even know when you're writing or editing the lines that people could interpret wrong. That's the thing that astounded me about sitting in a voice recording session is the amount of different ways that you can read the most vanilla, plain, straightforward right. sentence is astounding. Right. Yes, totally. You can put the emphasis on a hundred different words, a comma, a pause, or not completely changes the meaning sometimes. Right. And so, yeah, you get into these like five-take discussions about exactly how something has to happen, and a good engineer sometimes will say, you know, take the first part of take number three exactly and, and the second part of take number put them four, together mm-hmm. put them together it's really amazing the voice actors themselves also are really don't get enough credit yeah, yeah like the the director might say give me the you know emphasis that you did on take number two but the passion behind the first part of take exactly number four and exactly. it's like boom the, the people who really know what they're doing the voice actors right do it so it's yeah. definitely a skill it's not a sort of thing where anybody can walk in there and do no it. no mm-hmm. and i yeah i've sat in on a number of projects and like each one like i definitely learned a ton more than the last and like near was my most recent and that was after a few projects you know some weren't so great either but like they you know i learned so much from them that with near i felt like we had enough information to really i don't think near was perfect but i am very mm-hmm. happy that fans seem to really like it mm-hmm. and you know we tried a lot of new things on here that we hadn't done before as far as like how to get more realistic reads how to get more interplay between the characters like that sounded realistic there's a lot of like um between grimoire vice the the floating book and the main character near there's a lot of sort of banter in the game and you know we tried different things to actually make that sound realistic like actually having them we would have one guy record his lines and then normally everybody records in in, in a like in a hole like they record their lines and that's it they don't right. hear the other people's lines unfortunately the yeah. way the the way unions work and everything but um 
we would like I would tell them to like stop play back the lines that this guy is actually responding to so he can respond to him realistically so right. he hears you know what I mean that that's yeah. such a simple concept yeah. so many games don't even do it so many games like bam 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 let's just rush right through it as fast as we can right and so you know when we get involved in these projects we try to sort of shift the direction a little bit to sort of slow slow down a little bit let's try and get it right let's try and do it right because the end result if you do do it right is going to pay off like and people are going to like it yeah just to give a shout out somebody who we've both worked with actually uh liam o'brien yes mm, who's yeah. grimoire vice and he, he might have been grimoire vice i don't know if he's allowed to say that officially or not but perhaps he was oh. <laughs> he said it before but i don't sound know. He, a lot like grimoire he, he yeah. potentially did a very good job as that character <laughs> yeah but uh we've worked with him on different things you can find him on twitter at uh what was yeah. voice of o'brien yeah right. actually when we did when we you know when we were casting for near at that point i had actually like specifically requested certain voice actors to play so like Laura Bailey too who plays Kaine I had worked with her in previous projects and she was fantastic she has like, may or may not have may have may or may not have played Kaine she does uh what's that uh, anime that's really popular um in Japan uh, uh Jesus she's one the main piece. character oh no it's just the one uh K-On? no no it's it's a uh, kind of a comedy and in the American version is a little more uh risque than the Japanese version Crayon yes Crayon oh. so she's the main character in that and you know so you know She's really good, and she has Kaine is no chinchan. But uh, yeah, we we sort of try to the more involved we get, we try to pick out you know the people sure. who can do the projects, uh, and it's it turns out good. Okay, um, and final uh, listener feedback question: Hagrid alias R one cola. Do you guys also do localization in the quote other direction? Do you swing uh, both ways? I think is what. <laughs> oh, English to Japanese. Mm. Yeah, she mm. is asking for like. For Japan from the West. Right. We're, da- we're dabbling. Yeah, we're working on that right now. Something we want to do more of. Uh-huh. And we're, like, gathering people. We're gathering. We're trying to put together a team to start that. So mm. we would want to do that in mm. the near future. In the same mm. way that we built slowly, carefully, mm-hmm. built our J-to-E, Japanese English team years yeah. back. Like, we're trying empire. to slowly, yeah, our <laughs> empire, slowly, <laughs> carefully build the same thing the other yeah. way around. Because to be, to be honest, like, the general quality of English to Japanese localization is not very good. It's right. a lot of work. Uh-huh. needs a lot of work. And yeah. it needs people who care, you know, yeah, it who needs really the care. Right people. Like people us. who get it, basically. who get it, yeah. And so yeah. we're trying to we're trying to do that now. Mm-hmm. But that's you know we we t- that's a slow going process. But yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, we're we're getting there. So okay, um, should we take another break and uh, we'll wrap it up? An old school three break, uh, three segment episode. Yeah, JJ shrugging. That means yes. That, that <laughs> just, um, just means extra work for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's Which all right. We awesome. we talked yeah. about plenty of music this episode. I know. I know. Sure. We have lots to go. Too many pieces of music to fit in. So when we come back, uh, we will talk about news and uh, what we're gonna do in the future on future mm. episodes. So mm. um, yeah, we'll be right. Thanks back. for the feedback. We're back with news, and we got lots of incredibly random 
news to hit. Um, I wanted to start with, yeah, friend of the show, Ray Barnholtz, uh, Scroll Magazine. Oh, yeah. Mm. JJ, you need to check this out. Me and John uh, looked at it. Hiroko, you might be interested, too. Um, Mm. Ray Barnholt, x1up.com, started his own mid-zine. I I am a fan Mm. of Ray Barnholt, so. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a poster up in your uh, (laughs) I do. Hey, you haven't decided uh, young Haruki's middle name yet. Yeah, it's actually, it's Haruki Ray Barnholt is God. I love him very much. Ray Barnholt. I think, yeah, actually, if his middle name was Ray Barnholt, that would be pretty freaking cool. Uh, That's way too many names. Well, so (laughs) he started a mid-zine, which is the first time I've ever heard of it, but it actually fits because it's not really a fanzine. It's not really a full magazine. Right. But um, it is something that you can grab at scroll.vg. The first uh, edition... Of it, it has an SNES cover story, uh, cover story about the Super Famicom. Mm-hmm. goes pretty in-depth. It's pretty cool. It's pretty much written by him, which is you mean, I think Alex Fraley a little impressive. bit. Impressive. And Alex Fraley did actually a hilarious, awesome piece on yeah. Fantasy Star 1. Also a fan of Alex. Yeah. yeah. His is really great. It's actually like, I mean, a lot of it's just funny talking about like, why do the vampire bats, when they attack in Fantasy Star 1, sound like a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> and like... Other stuff like that, and like, but he and he talks about like why the zombies are called battalion, which I knew both sides of, but didn't actually put it. I don't know why I didn't put it together myself. Do you guys know battalion is the name of uh, Night of the, the Living mo- Dead in Japan? Movie, so right? yeah, are oh, you kidding me? No, zombies are known as it's battalion. So yeah. yeah, and like I first know. food instead of fast food was like a mistranslation. <laughs> that uh, I knew. Yeah, that's that's great. Anyway, but he but he talks about how the parts the gaps that are left in a game like that mm. basically spurred his like young imagination to think more about it. Like it wasn't explained, right? And maybe games now kind of over explain things. Mm. Um, mm. But but th- that sounds like all weighty. It's actually just a funny you know, right, article. Right. Um, there's a piece in there too about this Pac-Man Battle Royale. Have you guys heard about this? It's Is that the? No. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's like the it's like the classic style bar. Yes, game, it's a stand-up yeah. cocktail cabinet. Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does. It's look even awesome. got a spot for your drinks. Is that in Japan? I, I think it's everywhere by now. Yeah, and I th- I'm pretty sure actually there's also an iPhone version or an iPad version. With that, the, who cares? Yeah, but you know. the, the part that's exciting is it's a four-player like drink and be playing this. Um, right. You know, kind of. Pac-Man Championship inspired weird variation. Bomberman without bombs is how they describe it. Nice. But like, yeah, it talks about downloadable games, talks about other stuff. Um, it uses like all these old school fonts and layouts that you Did might he lay get. it out himself? Because it looks really nice too. I don't know. It looks good though. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he did, but there's recommendations for uh, Super Nintendo games if you're feeling all nostalgic. Yeah. And um, Anyway, yeah, ten dollars. There's a PDF version now is out. Um, it's like forty dollars, right? Uh, forty pages. I mean, sorry, <laughs> it's like forty pages for ten dollars. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's worth it. Great first issue. So yeah, definitely excited to see uh, more from that. Um, We've always like, talked about how we would pay more money for a magazine that actually had content that yeah. was worth checking out too, right? So yeah. absolutely, yeah. And support it people like, other like that. People are doing it. You got a hundred mm. people in like a day or something like That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. Way faster great. than we thought. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, other random shit. We're just gonna bounce around. This is like the sure. bonus round. JJ. Yes. Bonus. Pinball. Um, <laughs> connect Gears of War. JJ, go. Riff. <laughs> uh, I really don't care about Gears of War. No, no offense. All right, JJ, no good. John, go. I don't care about Connect or Gears of War. Jeez, wow. <laughs> Hiroko. 
Uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. I don't even. <laughs> I will say the you one thing. Her face. The leaked concept <laughs> shot from Kotaku was of him like getting a radio transmission and like the guy in actual I real life. I do not want to do that. Putting oh my his God, fingers up to serious? his ear. It's like the least aspirational part of Gears of War. Maybe that's on purpose. They leaked that shot, but on real <laughs> shooter, um, there was supposed to be an announcement at the VGAs. It didn't happen. I guess oh. it's delayed. Um, yeah. The apathy is palpable. I yeah. seriously, I the cannot. O- the only complaint I have about less. Gears of War is that it's almost too good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I just I love that quote from Ryan on the One Up Show. Oh, now you're <laughs> just taking pot shots. Sorry, Double Fine. Uh, speaking of Connect, Double Fine. It was uh, revealed as ah. like a Sesame Street. Game. Oh, that's oh, that sounds that so cool. good, and that's I, a good I, match. I want to play that. Really? I don't want to play it, but I, it's a good match. What? So, explain. Explain what you mean. Explain? Well, Sesame Street is a very creative... Come on, everybody. Mm. A lot of people were inspired growing up by Sesame Street, were we not? And it's 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 almost Japanese in a way. It's like crazy shit. It's a big talking bird. Dude lives in a garbage can. Come yeah. on. It's like nuts. It's Japanese. Uh, well, it's not Japanese, but it feels Japanese. Right. And I think Double Fine, who is a very known for being a very creative, you know, humorous Man. company, working mm. on something like that, I think it's a good fit. All right. Fair mm. enough. Fair enough. If, um, if Treasure can make like a good Connect, uh, Ronald McDonald game, I think they can make a good Treasure, Treasure Land or whatever it's called. What yeah, was it, called? it was yeah. for the Genesis. Yeah. Um, okay, one more reason to hate iPhone games. JJ, copycat games on the App Store. Coming out, uh, Steel and Thunder. Like, you got a Flash game on the web, you better fucking watch out because somebody in... Well, I mean, that's somewhere. what Angry Birds is, right? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, there was a game, a Flash game called, like, uh, Destroy the Castle or something like that. And it was exactly like Angry Birds, except you didn't have different types of cannonballs. But it is, I mean, it is a ripoff of another game. <laughs> JJ, I, you, you better be fucking careful what you say about Angry Birds. You know how much money those guys I, make? I, hey, I own You Ang- will disappear. I own Angry Birds, and I have enjoyed my time with Angry Birds. It's better than that Flash game. I'll okay, say that. There you go. Um, PopCap Pop started out that way, too. And they right? did. PopCap basically it, took Japanese games and like yeah, made them better. Most original game of the year. I remember Shane Benhausen joking at like some Dice Award thing. Like, original game of the year went to some PopCap game. That was Suma or something. They would just rip like, off of like, <laughs> of like columns or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JJ, quick, yeah, make your peace with the Angry Birds people before they you erase you. I really like Angry Birds. I bought okay. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Peppy, yeah. Peppy deserves a future. This is about Game Loft, right? This is about no. This is about a lot okay. of stuff. The blocks cometh from uh, well, yeah, Explosion Man. Like lots of copycat because they can be done so fast. Games right. come out on iPhone. You know, Johnny. Walmart can't tell the difference between mm-hmm. Angry Birds and like upset pelicans or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's like, you know, ripoffs that come out and they download it and whatever happens and then they're out of a buck. So JJ, defend your your system. Uh, well, you know, I don't defend that. I think that's terrible. I think that cool. these like shitty remakes are, are well not even remakes. These, I mean, people just ripoffs. stealing game ideas is, is unacceptable. Yeah, okay. ripoffs. All right, let's move on. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also moving on, the world from Guitar Hero. <laughs> that is very huh? true. Yeah, Guitar Hero. So uh, I hate to say I called it, on. but I right. called it. only. Be- I only hate to say that because people are out of jobs. Otherwise, I'd be like, right. dancing around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not Guitar Hero's fault. It's Activision's fault, right? I mean, Well, actually, uh, I think, Mark, you have a good point on this. Okay, well, so I tweeted about this. This is where JJ is coming from. I think that everyone's instinct is to jump on activision like okay. oh you milked it to death it just you destroyed this genre by 
throwing out like a sequel every year, which Activision is wont to do with right. all their series. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's true. They did do that. But I completely disagree. I think this genre in itself has like a built-in self-destruct timer. Yeah. Mm. Which is for the for for the mass market and like let me make a disclaimer here. If they would have managed it differently, made it more, you know, download and if there wasn't rock band to compete against and, you know, if they had played their cards differently, I don't know, maybe the hardcore fans would have gotten a little bit more I think they could have made it a bit more evergreen. Yeah. Like and having well, isn't just part like of the problem that they I mean not not necessarily a problem, but I guess the issue here is that there was two of the so very similar franchises well, no. kind of beating each other to death though, right? If it was no. just one, you'd still think it would have been that way? No. Yes. Yeah. It, really. let, let me let me finish my okay. my argument, which is that you have a you buy a plastic guitar to play that game. Mm. And you buy one plastic guitar and you buy one copy of that game. Mm, for, that's fair. Yeah, to get back to Johnny Walmart. We did the same thing with the rock band. Right? Set, right? You know? Exactly. And we're like hardcore gamers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, we had to fucking import that thing. And God bless Shane, Shane Bettenhausen. Right. Like, carrying it across the country. For carrying that giant fucking <laughs> rock band box. You did. But, Which is under my bed now. And, and it's all wow. about the next game has to be bigger than the last, right? The next right. game has to be bigger than yeah. the last. Mm. And when you have a game that comes with big fucking plastic instruments, it's just not... It was a too large of a fad to sustain. It was not the hardcore people that made Guitar Hero something that every you know interview in Rolling Stone was was people were asking about. It was the mainstream. In the mainstream, it was a fad. It was... You're going to buy this game. You're going to play it over Christmas with your family. You have your guitars. Maybe you have the drum kit. Whoa. Wow. -hmm. You have the drum kit. I've never seen that before. But that's it. You're not the guy who's going to buy two or three more plastic guitars. Right. The fault that I can lay on Activision's feet is that they invested so heavily in this and expected this to last so long that they built this whole division of the company and hired all these people. Like, look at what happened in Japan before. Like... Guitar Freaks and Drummania happened, exploded. It was huge. You had the home versions. People were paying like uh, Ichiman like a hundred dollars for these things, right. and then suddenly it was like they were like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. And it was because everybody. Well, it did low- last much longer, which is well, interesting. So it lasted it longer. Didn't burn quite as bright though. It lasted right. longer with like the appended discs, but didn't really last longer as far as selling the instruments and that kind of stuff. Right, right. So that's what I'm saying. They could have. Yes, they could have managed it better. Mm. But, man, they milked that cow for all it was worth, and maybe that was the right move. Maybe it was like, you know what? Right. Let's, we're in the spotlight. Let's fucking sell this shit while we can right. do it. Right. And Especially I, with Rock Band to go against, too. It's like you have to, kind of, because exactly. if you don't, they're going to do it. So if you fall to Activision, then it's like, well, what about you had Rock Band to compete against? And Rock Band, which by any measure was a super quality product, they really tried. They were doing new stuff. They were innovating. Mm. They were kind of trying to teach you how to play real instruments and stuff. Right. With Rock Band 3, still didn't sell <clears throat> shit. And either did that Beatles game. I mean, compared to what they thought it was going right, to sell. Right, right. Mm. So it had its day in the sun. Just enjoy it for what it was. Right, Video right. games reached like a, a main, more mainstream audience than they normally do. And it kind of saw that it's not just about shooting people in the asshole <laughs> like Bulletstorm. <laughs> Or, you know, Duke Nukem, which I guess is a separate subject, but I feel like... I want to play that. It's going back to mm. yeah, 12-year-old <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Anyway, 
<laughs> don't fall to Activision. I, I kind of feel like Activision's got a little bit of a bad rap, as weird as it is to uh, That's to still weird, kind of weird to say. I, I mean, oh, I, I, I kind of okay. look... I you've made your look, point, and you've made it well, and I agree with you on this one instance, but I still think it's a very small core of a much greater Activision milks the shit out of everything problem, well, which is like Tony Hawk yeah. is dead because of that. Call but, of Duty is going to be dead in a couple of years because of that. Let me rephrase my argument. Maybe so. But let me refuse my argument. What could they have done that Guitar Hero would still be a viable franchise? Like, still be a huge franchise? Right. Anything. Is there anything? Maybe not. I don't think so. No, I agree. Period. Maybe it's, it's a little like, bit better for DLC content or append discs hmm. than there is now. But, but right, still, that right. would just be to the hardcore people who yeah. still love to play for the scoring and stuff. It's mm. like it's like brain training in Japan. Like, you know, it was huge for that one moment. Right. And uh, then, you know, nobody heard about it again. And then uh, Microsoft was like... Trying to sell the connect <laughs> three, on three years later. Right. On, That's actually on coming out in the U.S. too. The the English version of that. And, like, no, and nobody cared. Nobody cared at all. And right. that's what's going to happen. Like if they tried to do the same thing with Guitar Hero three okay. years from now. Well, okay. speaking of uh, hardcore and assholes, um, <laughs> what Demon Souls sequel, Dark Souls, kind of got a reveal. Huh. Um, Wait, uh, what's the assholes part? Well, it was going to be called uh, what Dark Ring. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And then yeah, they actually. Decided not to call it that because <laughs> there, what was the other one? British uh, British people said that's dark, like yeah. a slang for dark dark race. I want to shake race. that. <laughs> I want to shake the hand of the the foreigner because it had to have been yeah, a foreigner that that stopped that. Yeah, no, dark rain too. Yeah, dark rain would not have been good because dark, dark rain is not good, but dark race is really is bad. bad. Come on, like, wow. So Jesus. a more they even had the logo made for that the really? dark race one. Yeah. They were ready to go two weeks before they announced it. Wow. Can't be called call Demon Souls 2. Maybe if you listen back to an old episode of A4 Play, you might find a reason why that is. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, more seamless world. Um, stop short of saying it'd be a big Oblivion mm. thing, but it's not going to be divided up into levels. Um, a lot of the other stuff was just teased about the online play and stuff like that. Uh, apparently might be me harder in the last game. Yeah. JJ, how do you feel about this announcement in general? I didn't play the original. Okay. Um, John, how do you feel? About- well, wait, no, wait, I'm wait, excited. Wait, wait. I still have a valid opinion about this. Do you? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to play this one. And I think the open world is a good, uh, improvement. Maybe I, the open world, they're a little right. weird about how, but yeah. I like, from what I heard so far, it doesn't look like they're doing a lot of new things compared okay. to the first one. No, but it's, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of. Right. Thing. And I, I was kind of bummed out by that maybe a little bit. Cause you didn't put, I didn't <laughs> the first one, but I like seeing, you know, people trying bold new things Yep, and sold well know. in Japan, sold right. well in the West. Yeah. And a lot of Japanese developers tend to kind of rest on their laurels when they've got a success on their hands. I think Atlas really, really benefited from that. Just like they grabbed that and it, look what happened. GameSpot gave it gave it the game of the year. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. They, yeah. So, all right, we're going to have to speed up how we go through these because yes. we still got a bunch. Oh, no. um, yes. Let's 3DS load times. I talked about this. Uh, Ridge Racer has longer load times, at least in the demo version, than PS1 games. That can't be real. That has to be. I well, the PS1 know. Ridge Racer, the entire game fit in the memory, so that's... what That game had no loading because well, of that, but I mean... No, 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 but R4 was the loading that oh, okay, okay. showed. I, the loading was bad. Did you not notice? The, the loading on Resident Evil, I noticed independent of anybody else talking about mm. it, and then this uh, NeoGAF thread started I didn't about notice. this. It was bad. Yeah. Bad, JJ. I don't remember it. <laughs> well, it was bad. Uh, so let's uh, like kind of an asterisk on that. Like, let's kind of wait and see. Yeah, you know, I mean, I next expect, week it's next Saturday. 
And yeah, so next week. So speaking of which, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, the Sony cell phone. Xperia Play. Don't care. Next. Yeah, what happened? That came out with a whimper. Like, well, because didn't, people, didn't care when it was first because announced. Because people saw the PSP2 and we were like, uh, don't really care so much about I'm happy Sony PS1. seems to have basically, through their actions, admitted that they agree with me. Which is basically that the whole thing <laughs> was a bad idea and they should focus on games. So, But remember how, I mean, like, exciting it was maybe two, three years ago when that rumor was first swirling? I was like, wow, a PlayStation phone? Like, before was the it iPhone? Exciting? I wasn't excited. Four years ago? Really? Five, maybe? I don't want to be excited. turning that back. When the, when, the, when the PS2 came out? It was well, exciting. Yeah. yeah. I think at some point it was exciting. I know the Nintendo phone the, idea The PlayStation was... rotary phone. Yeah. Yeah, like I've, I, I, I could never give up my iPhone. Sorry. What about the S1, the codename uh, tablet that apparently will also be PlayStation certified, maybe coming from Sony? I haven't even heard of this. Well, it's you're hearing about it now. <laughs> PlayStation certified tablet, S1 code name. How do you feel about that, John do, Riccardi? Do not want. Really? Yeah. I got because an iPad already. Why do I need it? I, what am I going to do with that? Play like a PlayStation cool, games cool, with like cool touch borders controls? Too, yes, play PS1 games. Is that you not care? With touch controls? Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I can only play Devil's Advocate for so long. Uh, PlayStation Suite not coming out till later this year, and you have to rebuy your PSN content. Uh, Ooh, that's a bummer. It. I know, right? Um, also a bummer, Billy Mitchell opened a King of Kong arcade, which sounds great, but it's in an Orlando airport arcade, which is a little bit bad. That is weird. And Did they have no his hot sauce? Room. Yeah. Y- y- actually, yeah. Like, I tweeted about this, and uh, Hacker Elias K Freshness tweeted that they do sell the hot sauce there. But it's I small. hear the hot sauce is really good. We'll have to try it. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to go in there and buy one of his ties if they've got the ties. I'll oh, buy the American Billy tie. Mitchell tie. Get yeah. that from Wintern too. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no Donkey Kongs in the arcade. Weird. Kind of sad. Um, back in uh, Japan news, let's plug it a little bit. Famitsu news. Our friend Kevin Gifford writing stuff up for OneUp.com um, has a story about Final Fantasy VII and the director Yoshinori Kitase talking about how that happened. 2D, 3D, sort of what they were thinking at the time, Um, the opening to that game, and kind of how polygons on top of movies happened, which I feel like, yeah, like, uh, I keep wanting to say Fear Factor, but what was the name of that game with the lesbians? Oh, that's it. Oh, Fear Effect. Fear Fear Effect, yeah. Which was very good. The first two Fear Effects were good. Surprisingly so, yeah. Yeah. Probably annoy the hell out of you if you played them now, but good at the time. If you want more uh, good Final Fantasy talk, the uh, last Iwata asks with, uh, uh, what is it, Takahashi from uh, Xenoblade and... uh, Yeah. Oh, is that in English yet, though? I don't think it's in English yet, though. I, I have a think problem a, for a, most of our listeners. A noob site has yes. details on it. AndreaSang.com. A lot of this news is coming from AndreaSang.com. We should mention that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Tetsuya Takahashi, who's the director of like Xenogears, Xenosaga, and yeah. Xenoblade, and then uh, the, Gooch. the Gooch. Yeah. yeah. Saga and they talk a lot about like the, the Super Nintendo uh, stuff on Final Fantasy and how they had to transition over to polygons with Final Fantasy VII. It's really nice. interesting stuff. Uh, mm. Hopefully it'll be in English. Hope Nintendo has a reason to put that one in English. Yes. <laughs> so it's been a while since our last podcast. Two big pieces of Halo news came out. Um, Hiroko, I know you're huge on Halo. Yep. Yeah. Um, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah. there's a news from Joystick of a Halo Combat Evolved original Halo remake. Did that ever get confirmed? Uh, no. 
Oh. From New Jersey based. I mean, it sounds like one of those things that doesn't really need to be confirmed, but because um, <laughs> nobody cause, wants it, or no, what? no, Just... because it's so detailed. The information oh, that came okay. out. New Jersey based. So John, right up your alley. Saber Interactive, hey. Time Shift, uh, and Inversion fame. Okay, um, fame. Overseen the, by the they, they, they were the guys that branched off from Rare, right? Are they? No, I think oh, you're boy. Time Shift. No, that, I'm sorry. <laughs> time time splitter. No, yeah. Okay. Uh, overseen That's by our friends at yeah. 343 Studi- uh, Industries, so the story goes. That'll be interesting. All right. David Ellis, this one's on you. It better be good. And uh, and Ryan Payton, too. Mm-hmm. Hold him to that. Mm-hmm. Frank O'Connor, lots of people to hold to that. That's right. Um, there's a Kotaku story out uh, just hot off the presses about an, about the new uh, newest Bungie game being called Destiny, or codenamed Tiger. Uh, which is basically Tiger. the elevator pitch is WoW in space. I'm um, cool with that. An wow, MMO first person shooter. I love WoW, so. which people have talked about. If anybody can actually pull it off, if Bungie can pull that off, that will be fucking huge. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if anybody can pull it off, it's probably Bungie, and that's exactly consider me intrigued. Yeah, right. So, um, and that kind of jibes with something that uh, Joe Staten of Bungie said at uh, GDC Online about wouldn't it be great if there was, uh, I'm paraphrasing, like a persistent world that was always there, Mm -hmm. uh, which a lot of people took to mean the same thing. This uh, information from Kotaku is coming from a disgruntled person supposedly fired, although uh, Bungie disputes that. So consider the source, but yeah. Right. Um, Sounds good. A little fat babies for you. Speaking of Kotaku, JJ, what do you think of that redesign? Uh, terrible. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually they've improved it since it first came out. It's still pretty much like they well, put, have they already. They put yeah. all of the news on the right side of the screen, like the right bottom side of the screen. It's just impossible to read. I had a really hard time with it too. My problem is just that it scrolls poorly. Yeah. And I, yeah, so I have no doubt that they're going to fix it and uh, get to it. I'm I, ho- I hope so. I, I, I found it. nothing wrong with the old Kotaku layout, but Me it's either. not it's not their problem, right? It's the Gawker media. Right. Thing. It's yeah. our problem because we have to read it. So right. I'm sure they'll, they'll fix figure it out. Um, let's see. What else? John, Disaster Hi. Report 4, Summer Memories, your most anticipated game to date. <laughs> it's been pushed back to spring. You are crushed. I am so crushed. But the pre-order bonus of a little trinket that sits on your cup of noodle and tells you when it's ready in three minutes. <laughs> I was thinking it has to be some you. reason why he's talking about this game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. sounds pretty amazing. That actually <laughs> sounds fairly useful. It's like, Kojida! Or something like that. It yeah. just says, like, after three minutes. They need to make a Monster Hunter branded one that does, like, the Jozo ni Yakemashita. They probably we have because that would be awesome that would be good cool. also awesome ngp at least according to famitsu readers 75 percent say they're gonna buy it jj uh not surprising but uh i i'm in that group so. that's not surprising no okay japanese famitsu readers are there's a heavy sense. what that basically means is everybody wants the next monster hunter yeah speaking of yeah, monster hunter exactly oh uh monster hunter portable third ad hoc party lots of people had shit to talk about me saying people wanted to play that online Apparently, I was right because Ad Hoc Party has been downloaded now a million times. 200,000 of that since Monster Hunter Portable 3rd went on sale December 1st. Which, I mean, if you have to jump through that degree of flaming fucking hoops to play Monster Hunter online, if it was just there, 
I mean, and, you know, Ryan Payton and other people pointed out to me my own argument, which is the ultimate insult, which is, like, <laughs> if there's, like, a senpai-kohai relationship between, like, oh, I'm going to, like, teach you how to do it. And, yes, it is, like, a socially bonding, uniquely Japanese thing that everybody lives on top of one another and plays at work and whatever. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that when people go home and they're playing alone that that game is not a hundred times better playing online whenever right, you're there sure. and that it wouldn't be greater if the option is sitting there that people do want to play online yeah so yeah but I mean, it's, it's impressive that they go through that effort too because yes. that hoc party really does suck yes. it is not like well designed or anything it's so. just yeah. tough part of the reason i stopped playing is because well a is because jj stopped playing and then i had i didn't have <laughs> like a c- constant partner to play with but then it was like my only other opportunity or my only other choice was to go on ad hoc party and it's not like a goddamn fun. animal mm. exactly <laughs> um also not fun at least fun looking pac-man and galaga dimensions <sighs> look horrible 3DS. <laughs> i mean i'm sorry not to cast judgment on something before it comes out but you're like waving around the 3ds like a jackass there's like, like you didn't like that pac-man game where you drew the pac-man on ds <sighs> and and you uh, pac-man i forgot the name Pac-Man already around kind of like had the that game periscope uh uh, you know uh, what was the name of the, the submarine game for 3ds steel diver yeah. steel diver steel diver oh, looks good diver. there just sorry god it's as bad as jj just <laughs> made it sound um also apparently not good bionic commander rearmed too a lot of really? people are pretty down on oh Plus i really to wanted be, to play that but i gave I, up I heard, because I of the heard, drm thing i heard about the drm and like i i have uh, uh what is it magical sword and final fight um, that does the same ma- thing. It does the same sword? thing. What are you like? Magic sword. Your old grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had a magical sword game tape. <laughs> but John, explain the DRM thing real yeah. fast. You have, uh, to- you have to be online uh, when you log in to play the game once. You don't. It doesn't. You have to be online the whole time. But you have to be logged into the P- PlayStation Network once. Whenever you want to play. The whenever game. you want to play, in order for the game yeah. to like let you play. Right. To prevent people from game sharing, which is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ridiculous. Also ridiculous. No, I'm just now. I'm just. <laughs> trying to find segues but uh, THQ is making Voltron games really yeah hey. wow and I'll form the head Voltron was ridiculous man I'm ridiculous in a good way Voltron was awesome yeah. when I was a kid yeah man. apparently some TV relaunch which is probably horrible something called Voltron Force is coming out oh and, no uh, yeah so we'll see uh, I don't okay. know how nostalgia worthy that's going to be, but uh, Go Lion. Did you know Go Lion when you were a kid? Was that yeah, famous yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Really? We had a There's Go also Lion toy at home. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. We could never afford one. We were too far <laughs> for the full big thing. Anyways, there's also a Thunder. I had this Chinese kid at my block named Ramsey who like parents would bring all the shit back from Hong Kong, so he had the like the oh. cool. Probably it was probably a knockoff, but still it was like the cool Voltron <laughs> toys. That's also awesome. Voltron. Ramsey. That, it's pretty sad. That's the only reason I remember that kid. But yeah. Wait, he's a Chinese kid. His name is Ramses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. He's not Ramses. Ramsey. <laughs> Wait, Ramsey. He's not Greek. R A M S E Y. Ramsey. Like Gordon Ramsey. That's. I didn't I'm name still him. Not getting the Chinese from that. <laughs> like, oh Ramses. no, no, you missed. He's not a Greek god. Ramses. Ramsey. <laughs> you just made me. My drink just went through my it's nose. It's like still not Chinese. <laughs> I'm still not getting the Chinese vibe. Well, anyways. All right. Um. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, it's one thing, uh, Cave Story 3D, not 3DS, 3D, for the 3DS. JJ's making the, the, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, I uh, love cra- Cave Story, but I feel like this is one step too far. Not, not that they're remaking it. This is, this should have been you, what they did for the first right, time. So, uh, exactly. So you're one of the most people who exist on the earth who right. haven't played it yet. So shut up. <laughs> 
No, I have played. Oh, I have played this game. And I know. I'm saying, let's say you are one okay. of the people who well, hasn't. Right. But like, You're as, 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 as like a bitter, fan, JJ, I've played it four times. Yeah. What am you gonna do that's gonna excite me? Right. Yeah. So. Like they should have. Well, that said, I did. Whoa! Like, you just, did, you totally just. It's not for you. You just totally did that. Okay, yes, I did. <laughs> but but on the other on the flip side, I mean, I'm I'm excited about it too because Cave I Story is awesome. It. But, but, but I would also like, considering how slow they are at bringing their games out in the. Uh, I'm talking about our our buddy Tyrone's um, company. Mm. They're a small company, and it's hard to do stuff when you're small. Of course, but, of course. You know, I'd rather they put their effort into a new title that we haven't seen yet because what they do is awesome. They bring over games that nobody right. has heard of. You know, so bringing the same one over three times, like well, well, it's not the only. Thing and, it, and it's too and it's too i think it's too soon that was the one thing for me but but the good news that came out of all of this too is soon. yeah because the wii one just came out last year but you that's get, true and you the 3ds one just i mean the regular ds again, one just came out yeah you're you're selling to yes you are selling to the super hardcore fans that want to buy everything but you're selling to a much wider audience than plays like a WiiWare game that nobody ever heard of before. Right. Well, so and remember there, that there's uh, one more thing is that it's not announced for the for Japan, and I'm totally going to spend money on that game if it comes out here. Okay. Uh, and but Pixel, the guy who made the game, announced that he's doing a uh, an iPhone game. Oh, really? Maybe Good. not ex- as exciting for some people, but I think he's awesome. So I, I, Cave Story is great, and if you haven't played it, you should play it. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. you should wait and play the 3DS version. And I think that's the case yeah i yeah. think like this is the yeah this is the way to do it that's why i'm excited about it i have never really played it i've just heard good things about it so yeah. to me it's like i loved it it's really fun that's one of the 3ds games i'm most excited about like mm-hmm. there's there's not yeah and right. and as far as your point about uh about uh, tyrone and those guys they got lots lots of pots on the fire yeah other things mm. going on exciting things good but, uh, mm-hmm. we'll leave that up to them to talk about props to them uh also exciting Dead Island. I don't know why I wrote this as Deep Island. Dead <laughs> Island trailer. I missed uh, it. I should have watched that before the show today. You should but... watch it. A lot of people talking about it. Watch it if you haven't. I actually like Googled it and clicked on the first trailer and watched it. And I was like, what are fuck are people talking about? And then it ended with 2008. Like, coming. 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently... Yeah, they released a new one, which is way yeah. the fuck better. It's a really, really great trailer. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Crisis meets... Dead Rising. Well, there were screenshots. I don't know if there were new screenshots, but there were it, new screenshots. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't so excited about that part. Tropical, not great. so much a shooter as a as a Left for Dead, but but a more kind of gritty, yeah, realism uh, game. It, apparently, Persistent RPG, Game World or something, or, or am I thinking of something else? RPG elements, leveling system, maybe a skill tree. Uh, they're describing it as like a slasher slash. Slasher slash. It's a slasher slash. <laughs> Action Fire RPG. Fighter, fighter. 360 PC, PS3. Anyway, watch the. The, the trailer is amazingly made. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a really good trailer. I'll check and, it out. Uh, to Christian Nutt's point, yeah, maybe a lot of game trailers are just pretty shitty. Right. But it's actually a cut. It's got a unique aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a lost parody at first, actually. <laughs> really? Um, mm. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd be into that, John. Um, also a lost parody, uh, Rare. Our friends at Rare Limited. <laughs> oh, um, Rare. I am not a Rare fan, but this makes me very sad. Yeah, really? So, yeah. Oh, wait, what, what happened? Well, they're replacing their full-time artists and changing them into contractors. Oh, replacing them with contractors whatever cutting down from 42 to 23 full-time people it's kind of a sign of the times maybe yeah. to, a, to an extent maybe. yeah bizarre just closed this week too didn't they and that well, also makes me sad but also the point about uh, outsourcing work and that sort mm, of thing as a larger right. thing so it's not necessarily a sign that there's trouble there but 
it's like okay how much art does connect sports to need right well i mean and, and, and that's the thing like if they're just making connect sports and stuff and they're not making and that's my does thing this too. mean we're never going to see grab by the ghoulies too as that's my thing too it's just kind of as somebody who was following it very much into video games in like you know 1993 right to see what was the forefront of gaming tech reduced to i don't know this but you know making connect sports sequels and um you know that kind of thing Mm. rather than the cutting edge of video games is is kind of sad i hope that there's some you could say that is the cutting edge but I know. What Wouldn't mean. you say that kind of went out the door when the Stampers left, though? I mean, those guys were kind of the soul of that company Maybe. in the first place. So. Maybe I visited mm. them. They have a really fucking kick. You did office. really in Scotland or wherever the hell they are. <laughs> England, yeah. yeah, somewhere. But but yeah, and good people, and I think you know certainly capable of a lot. And yeah, maybe to some extent, Connect. I mean, Connect Sports. For all I know, maybe that's you know yeah. one of their better selling games. But um, yeah, as a hardcore game fan who's been around for 20 years right right kind of sad um also sad well maybe not uh, <laughs> former rockstar developer working on 1979 the game um huh? when Ooh. were you born jj 1982 oh, close yeah uh it's about the iranian revolution uh, of that year focusing on the takeover of the american embassy that's a title that totally tells you what the game is about yeah that was just the last thing i had written on here so I, hopefully I the iron sheik is sad, a playable character <laughs> jj let's get your take on egypt while we're in that region uh good for them there you go all right um Next. so that's mostly it for news um we have other stuff we're gonna be talking about 3ds launch is coming up uh yeah just think mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to find not for us because we all pre-ordered it right. successfully. I think Zam. I think probably up until four o'clock in the afternoon. Really? It'll be easy to find. Really? I think yeah. so. But places are already offering more money. for Apparently, it. Amazon just put up new pre-orders today. I don't think so, but I would be curious to see if you're right because the way I see it is every um, you know there's a big market for like those homeless dudes who like basically sit in line all night and right. buy the games and sell them to like the you know like the stores who import them or whatever i think mm. they're gonna be gone fast yeah be interesting to watch yeah because nintendo has said they're gonna supply more than they normally do yeah. really yeah in the dsi launch me and hiroko covered that and mm. uh we were able to just walk up and buy yeah, one but the well, dsi that was a different know. it was a, there was like a 500 people line in Ikebukuro. it was it yeah, was kind of a big no, deal but uh, not whatever. as big as what the 3ds it's, is of this, this is, is like legit new new this is live. your cabbage patch kid to date back to when you were born <laughs> okay yeah I don't um, know if it's quite that level, but yeah. uh, if there were if there was a launch game that was big enough, that's my that's big true. thing. I'm going to be getting one of these mm-hmm. and then flying over to GDC like that that day. But if there were a launch game to be excited about, I just I right. mean, I'm sure Street Fighter is going to be fine. Yep. Professor Layton is going to be fine. There's nothing where I'm like, fuck, this is going to be amazing. Mm, combat of Giants, Dinosaurs 3D. <laughs> it's all you need. That's and it's the Mario job. It's Mario's job, and he's not there. Well, I mean, Iwata wants third parties to feel like they've got a home so well well then i want a third party game that i really really yeah to they have. need to they need to pick up the slack to yeah. be, but if we have the opportunity we may record a little something around that time yeah. right mm-hmm. um also coming out a lot of stuff coming out um pixel junk shooter 2 is gonna come out it's very soon marvel vs. capcom 3 out. today you guys getting that. that? I want it. So getting bad. It? I'm getting it. Definitely. I see. I don't have an. I, with the 3ds coming out, I've got to kind of budget myself, and right. uh, it's either Catherine or a Marvel. Marvel, 
and it can't be both. So mm. or diapers. I'm a huge Marvel fan. Like I played the shit out of Marvel too. I played it competitively back in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, I don't know if that's considered competitive. But. No, the South <laughs> is the South is big in the okay. fighting game community. Yeah, sure. Okay. Memphis is one. Of, Memphis and Atlanta are, are big fighting game towns. Um, you got Jason Wilson's arcade not too far. Yeah, that's in Nashville, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes, yeah. I, I really want that game. Okay, uh, Valkyria Chronicles three. Nah. I didn't. Play, I didn't play the first game, so you know I respect it, but I don't care. Really, to be selling well, sold over a hundred thousand. I haven't had enough time to play the first one. That's kind of why I don't care. It's like it feels like right. they've done them so fast. I, it's yeah, like, I think it's better fit on the. Well, I mean, I think it's a great fit on the PS. I, I agree with that. My little sister can't be that cute. JJ pre-order. No, <laughs> it's based off an anime series, which is not what you think it is. Apparently, I think it's like a comedy. So about, it's not about uh, pedophilia. Not exactly. I think uh, it's. I do th- not want. I, I don't. I have never seen it. Sorry. Really, but I, what I hear, it's a bit tongue in cheek. So speaking of pedophilia, uh, Galgun, <laughs> JJ, which you have in your possession, deny uh, cheap, it. Cheapy Go D ahead, deny it. it. Cheapy D gave it I to me. I don't care how you got it. Just deny. I it see it on your you desk. Own it. I have not taken it home, and I don't think I ever will. All but right. you, you still own it. You I don't it own it. I never JJ spent has Galgun. I never spent Start any money on group. it. I never spent any money on it. What is Galgun for people who don't know? Real fast. Galgun is this uh, like virtual cop style shooter where you spray pheromones at girls. Why do you know so much about it? Because you have it. <laughs> because I played it at uh, TGS and it was my game of the show. It also only <laughs> sold like thirteen thousand copies. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, Ouch. the uh, Ouch. it's very niche. Yeah, but so is. Uh, come on. That game on 360 should sell more than 13,000. What'd they do wrong? No advertising? All right. Maybe. Um, All right. uh, Dragon Quest VI. Oh, finally out. This week is pretty amazing for games. Dragon Quest VI is out. Tactics Ogre is out. Here in Japan, Catherine is out. And Marvel vs. Capcom 3 all over the place is out. It's been a good week. So we actually are going to go more into Dragon Quest VI uh, in our next episode. We're planning on doing that, maybe with a special guest. I think it's actually not our next episode. Or is it our next? Well, it could be our next or it will be our next next. We're not really sure how that's going to work out yet. One of those two. So, um, But we do actually want your questions. So... You should send us them about yeah. Dragon Quest Six. About actually, about you could have it maybe about other Dragon Quest games. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be about localization in uh, particular in yes. Dragon Quest Six. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be a reason for well, not just six. All actually, right. if, if you have anything about Dragon Quest since eight, actually, which right. is you know eight, four, five, six, Rocket Slime, whatever questions related to that stuff, you should ask us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ask us at our Twitter accounts. Go. Uh, 8-4-Play is the or our Twitter account and right. then our personal Twitter accounts. Yes. I'm John TV. Um, Hiroko84. S-P-R-S-K. And uh, Mark MacD. And yeah, I meant to do that at the start of the show. We'll do that from <laughs> Next now time. on. But yeah, mm-hmm. send us uh, your questions about um, Dragon Quest and we'll talk about them next time um we'll also be talking yeah more about Catherine, maybe some uh nino kuni our long promised nino <laughs> kuni although that'll probably happen on a different episode hmm. we do have a thing lined up for that and i've played a little bit more but uh we want to save that to give it the it's proper hmm. day in the sun um what else tester 2 is going on on psn john you've been watching uh, actually, no. I really need to catch up. I mean, I was really into the first season. Yeah. Season two is over. I Ted Rikolsky to... has been watching. They did like a reunion episode, too. It's supposed to be really good. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dice happened. A bunch of awards were given out. Uh, not a lot of Japanese games. Jay Mass Moore kind of let himself two. go, huh? You think? <laughs> yeah, he was He was pretty big. Ouch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he. you know, 
he's one of the few famous people that they put in front of a video game award show that actually knows what he's talking about. So that's true. Yeah, he does a pretty good job by, by most accounts. Um, right. Mass Effect Two, a big winner. Red Dead Redemption won a bunch of stuff. Limbo also won some separate awards, a bunch of money, blah, blah, blah. Super Bowl happened. John, how was that? Uh, you know what? The Giants weren't in it, so I didn't really care. All right. It snowed. Hiroko. Yeah. How's your feeling? I snow. don't like snow in Tokyo. What? I love it in uh, other places. Wrong though. answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are going to be going to an onsen retreat to Yay! just state about new crazy... April yeah, ideas. So, future. if you have ideas that we should be doing, send them to us. But you might be interested to see us trying new, weird, interesting things in other forms of media. And mm. yes, yeah, yeah. Just other forms. Watch out for the John Riccardi exercise tape. Uh, One Steel Three. <laughs> yeah. There's a Hoppers event that. coming up uh, soon too, right? Yeah, that we're going to be March talking. 30th. Yeah, mm-hmm. more about. As Is it, it Hoppers event? It's so. well, um, it's not called the Hoppers, but it's yeah, it's another grasshopper uh, event. event. We'll talk more about manufacturer. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. Maybe at GDC, we'll record some stuff. We're going to be there to see a lot of people. But next up, we've got the 3DS launch event uh well maybe not an event but uh it's an event yeah the next two things in the immediate future the 3ds launch which is next saturday and uh we'll have something related to that whether it be just us unboxing giddily or whatever yeah and uh then following that yeah if you have any questions related to dragon quest you should send them our way Mm -hmm. not saying why but you should send them our way yeah you should do that so ways that you can do that we gave you our different uh, twitter addresses also uh, as always, you can find us at oneup.com, our yes. proud hosts, um, 8-4.jp. You can yes. comment there. Mm-hmm. Uh, thread on NeoGAF. Yes. Um, where else? Uh, or at Twitter at 8-4-play. Yes. Hmm. Um, and I think that about wraps it up for this, I won't say week, but period of time. <laughs> <laughs> undetermined period of time yeah. until the next undetermined period of time uh thank you very much for listening yes and thank you jj why don't you send us out goodbye Utopia. Once a country so peaceful and prosperous. A country where children were as free as the wind. A country where harmony blew through the hearts of all men. East. A kingdom ruled by the wisdom and charity of its six powerful priests. An empire watched over and blessed by the enchanting aura of its two beautiful goddesses. 
ease. The seemingly tranquil paradise suddenly pulled from the height of its civilization to the empty abyss of infinite isolation. How could such a land of promise simply vanish from the face of the planet? How could such prosperity be forgotten? The legend has been silenced for over 700 years. And now, the mystery unfolds.